Alright, we're not gonna talk about fake AirPods. We are gonna start with, what was I gonna, I was gonna start with something, but. You were just saying how it sounds like yeah. summer outside. Yeah. No. But this, this kind of sounds like summer, I guess. Yeah. 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 My men in my way. Why are you so worried, Stevie? Because I've seen the Drake certified lover boy cover art. <laughs> oh god. And I just don't want it to sound like that. That's the one for me. That's the one? Mm-hmm. I think that, that song might be a troll at Drake. You said that what? That song might be a troll at Drake. This song? Yeah, because he uses the same sample Drake does. Really? That da, 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 da. That's a draft day sample. Mm. It is? Yeah, if you look up draft day. That's funny. Hey, no beefing. Hey. Oh my no god. No beefing. Leave that to Kanye and Drake. Sorry. Um oh yeah, that's that's funny, man. They're beefing. Uh, who do you who's Drake and who's Kanye between Sophie and Elton right now? Who's losing? <laughs> I'm gonna say Sophie Elton. Sophie's <laughs> definitely Drake. Consistent, <laughs> lovable. You know? Yeah. Elton, Elton is reclusive. Risk mysterious. Trying to get in trying to get in for the food. Get out of here. Alright. Um Alright, so Stevie, before we get into today's podcast episode, let's talk about Donda for a second. Donda. What do you think? I liked a lot of Donda. Musically, like sonically. What did you say earlier? You said you said something on the text earlier that made me want to do this review and you said something about it being ten out of ten Kanye for you. There are like a few of these songs, like a, a, I would say maybe five of the songs that are like peak Kanye, like Come to Life, Moon, Hurricane, um, what's it called? Off the Grid, and Jonah. Did you where see it's like, those are all like, wow. And but then the issue I have with Donda is that there are a ton of tracks that are like really good. But you're like, I would have done this, this, and this. Like, it just yeah. doesn't feel polished. And then there are even another handful of tracks you're just like, it's that, like, Jay-Z gif where he's like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, why did you do that? Did you see, uh, did you see? And down. Talk about good vibrations. These happy no. crackers dance around, up, over, and down. Talk about. They said when Kanye drops a new album. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
sorry. I saw that tweet and I was just like, oh my god, these happy little crackers dance up, down, and all around. <laughs> I also think that the album would have been better. Everything would have been okay if you dropped it after the second listening party. Really? Yeah, he a lot like of people are saying that's the that's the one. Is version two? He didn't change a lot more from that version, and like, there was nothing. He he didn't like. It was so neutral at that moment. Like he had done nothing overtly like to cheer for, and nothing to like overtly be like. Yeah. What the fuck, Kanye? And then after the third one, it was all. It was like. Yeah. It's like shake my head. Well, Tyler's back. What do you What do you think, Tyler? Um, I listened to you listen to some of it. Couple tracks that Don. Uh, it's like real hit or miss. Cause like I like the song with Favio Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. But like I don't like Kanye's part. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Like yeah. Someone put it perfectly. It was like Kanye is starting to become like Dr. Dre, where it's really just him putting together like the best beats and like everybody he knows into yeah. like a cohesive project yeah and i don't know if this shit is cohesive but i was like yeah i'd much rather hear the features because kanye just is rapping at like his worst no, on this album definitely and like part of the reason i i think it i and i'm liking it is because i l- watched the listening parties mm-hmm. and so there's a few of these that i'm like already just really familiar with but like it's like you said a lot of my favorites it's not the kanye part that i'm listening yeah. for you know what i mean like Damn. Yeah, and it's been that way a lot with Kanye. Like, yeah. Kanye, a lot of times it's like... Besides Come to Life. Come to Life, that's like <coughs> all yeah. Kanye. Yeah, no, That might be the, one of the best, like, only Kanye songs. But and I mean, he like, does have a lot of good moments, but it's like he's always been that way of just, like, some of his best moments on some of his albums are not him. True. You know, even that's like, true. you know, I don't know. I just think of, like, I don't know, even, like, Ghost Town on Ye, that was, like, the most memorable moment of that album you know what i mean and it was oh seven oh shake and people didn't even know who the fuck she was but at least he had like a good run in that song there's some songs like like jonah uh like if you left kanye of jonah i would have still liked the song like you know what i mean yeah. ghost town like he at least has like the heart in there dude the benny the butcher one yeah that one to that is shit. so far right, hold on hold on before before benny we call the Rob, there's also bro. like oh my god the jesus is lord one was like decent but like it was like oh. 11 minutes long a little bit like, yeah, no, there's a couple. Jesus, Lord. Bro. This shit's so hard. This shouldn't be real. What's up? This shouldn't be real. Like. I hope we don't get flagged for this shit. I think that's why we got fucked up. Kanye. Yo, flush the work just the time and they ready to thank God. Screaming through the GT roof like we done made it, thank God. Hunting round Trump didn't jam with my shooter chase, man, thank God. I love hearing him on like just some clean ass beats yeah. like this. Like there's something about like those like 
those rapper voices just when they do like the different beats like i don't mm-hmm. know that's what i love about kanye he'll get people like on some real pop shit yeah and i like that he didn't use a lot of drums on this there were some songs that like like no drums like jonah well i think jonah sounded would have sound better without the drums they added but I, th- I thought that was a cool cool move and i think we'll see that more in music going yeah. forward um i don't know there was like for me it was like there was a nine album in there like they just needed more editing and it was like frustrating because yeah. they took the time, like a few weeks to edit, and it didn't. I don't know. I also feel like the album should have been called Donda. It should have been called like Yandi, probably. Yeah, but then it would have needed a new body with Nicki Minaj. True. <laughs> I should have had it. Yeah. Why won't they ever put that out? Just do it. Bro, I want that record, but I do too. <laughs> but anyway, so what I th- I agree with what all you guys say about the album, and like I just think it's like, yeah, this just isn't like. I, I decided that I'm never going to get a Kanye album again of wow. what I know a Kanye album to be. Oh, I see what you're you saying. Know what I thought I you mean? meant like Purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, like and, and Yeezus was the last one. You know what I mean? To be honest. Life of Pablo was like the good like collection of like everything Kanye's done. Ye is just like, was just a moment in time that like I think. Like a lightning flash. Yeah, that became an album, which yeah. is which I like. It was too. cool. You know, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, Jesus King, I don't enjoy. I, you know, no. The, the and I think I was at least happy that this seemed like a step yeah. in the right direction. Exactly. Like, imagine if this would have been worse than Jesus is King. Yeah. Oh, hell the no. culture would not like, like society would have been worse off for that. But I'll, what I'm going to say is I think it's almost just as bad as Jesus King, even though I enjoy it Fair. a lot. <laughs> like it's, it's almost just as bad as Jesus is King because it's like, Wow, Kanye really like it's almost like I like even though I feel like you kind of understand him more on this album than than you have in a lot of albums in the past like since a, for a while like since Jesus in a sense like I don't know he's just been like what the fuck are you doing like I feel like he said a lot more in this album than he has in a while but like it's just yeah it's just not cohesive at all so it's not just like I don't know it's just like Kanye seems to have like not lost his step musically, but like lost his step structurally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, he obviously knows what good sonics are and what goes to good good together. But I don't like these songs aren't like. He seems to be like really good at at throwing out ideas and like demos. Yeah. But not great at executing that finish. Yeah. And that's something that he was used to be like his one of his characteristics. Yeah. He's able to like execute all of these ideas and mash them to one. Yeah. I but at know. the same time, like with Yeezus, bro, like the story of that was he had a mess of an album for years. True. And then he went to Rick Rubin and Rick Rubin was just like, oh no, like just don't do too many instruments at once. Just do like one or two at a time. And he cut out so much shit and that's what Yeezus was. And it was like, I think so he didn't know how to finish that one. I think right now we're also witnessing Kanye being a little bit more lost than he was. Yeah. Jesus. Like, he knew who he was, kind of, when Jesus was dropping. Right now, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Because it's like, he's, like, following, like, a lot of, like, Christianity and, cat, you know, like, religion stuff. But it's, like, very on his terms. It's yeah. not, like, what Christians believe, if that makes sense at times. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. He's <laughs> he like, just has, like... He like sort of like believes. It's in like an anti-gospel gospel album. Yeah, at times, but there were some really high moments, like high peaks and like interesting sounds sonically, and that that had me intrigued. But the more I listened, the more I I felt the cracks and the quick. It was yeah. very quick to be like, these are the songs I'm listening to. I'm never listening to these songs again. Like, one listen off of. Uh, we should call Rob though. Yeah, I know. That's what I was getting ready to do. 
Um, Robert Paulo. Robert. Robert, all right. And then we'll get into the pod, because that was a long little thing. I hit the movie club button while we were calling uh, No, no, just wait, just wait. Because then he'll answer and he will, it'll be over him. We'll hear him. What if he doesn't answer? He'll leave a voicemail yes, message. Sir. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Hey. Hey, Hi. everybody. Robert, how you doing? Me. It's me, Robert Paulo. Hey. <laughs> it was just air horns in the air for you. How you Did doing? You guys just... I'm good. Did you guys just get on, or you been on for a minute? Uh, we've been on for about 12 minutes talking about uh, Sir Kanye West. Oh, I see. Did yeah. You, did you start the Did you start the pod yet? Did you do the music? Nah, nah. We haven't nah, done yeah. it. We've been waiting to intro to get. Oh, you started it with Donda. Okay, where, where, where? Yeah. No, we're still gonna intro with you. We're here now. Uh, so let's yeah. go ahead and intro. I'm about to hit the music. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Movie. Movie. Yeah, so welcome everybody. This is episode 30. Is this episode 30? I think it is. It 30 is. or 31? So. Yeah, oh, no, it's 30. No, it's 30 because the last one was 29 and it was like yeah. back in the days or something. Nice. It's older than all of us. Damn. All right, so it's episode 30. So you guys have been on it for like fucking 24 episodes now. Crazy. Years. Yes, sir. And it's Tyler's second episode. Yup. So, Tyler, what's, what's, what's good, bro? <laughs> I'm good. Doing? I'm I'm a student now again. That's a crazy feeling. Oh, that's ass, dude. RIP to you. Yeah, it, it's it's been worse before. I'll say that. <laughs> we've been we, we've been talking about you. Mm. What y'all been saying? We said we gotta get you to drop out of school and move to Detroit so you can make more music with us. Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. All right, set in stone. Okay, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer a Wash U student. I'm dropping out today. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Are we doing intros? Yeah, let's start with everybody's week. How was your week, Robert? Oh, why we got to start with me? Yeah, because cause I just decided to. I was going to start with Tyler. All we right. can start with Tyler. Yeah, fuck it. Start with Tyler. All, All right, right, Tyler. The real youth. I'm not the young nigga no more. Mm. Okay, yeah. My week has been, like, good. I mean... It's been hella. I moved. I came back to St. Louis on Saturday, and it's been straight move back, go back to school. But like school is way better than it was last semester, and I'm actually seeing people, and it's not uh, and it's sunny outside and shit. Um, I feel good, you know. I'm trying so to. Your classes in person. Yeah. Do I gotta wear masks or no? Yeah, we wear masks. Or. But it's kind of nice to have structure again. That's the thing. Being on Zoom, I'm not learning shit. So, like, now I'm actually taking in information. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How about you, Rob? How was your week? Uh, Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't really remember, to be honest. It's been, uh, I don't know, Molly's here. Molly's here now. We're Ooh. hanging out. We're almost done with the Sopranos. I know Woo! I'm saying I've been talking about Sopranos the entire time. Like, <laughs> since I started Movie Club, I was watching The Sopranos. Yeah. Um, and we're two episodes from finishing. And the last season is it's crazy, man. It's just super fucked up. Like, mm. everything gets super, super, super fucked up. And it doesn't let up. <laughs> so, that's what we're on. Um, that's exciting. Rob, to, you got to text me when you, when you get close. to the, when, you, when you finish the show, you got to text me. I will. I will. I promise. Um, 
But yeah, I went to a couple of shows, which was dope. Uh, it feels good to be able to like see live performances and friends again. It really makes me want to perform again. Um, like it helped me be reinvigorated. I've had like some big, like some studio sessions or even like just like listening and hangout sessions with like a bunch of other Detroit artists who I really like, uh, who've been playing me some crazy, crazy ass music and people have been fucking with my music. So I'm feeling good from an artist standpoint. And today um, I'm applying for my first uh, job that I've applied for since, wow. uh, since I graduated. Yeah. Rob's first job ever. Congratulations, bro. Fuck you. We played applause. We played applause. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah tyler i can't hear none of the reactions yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so if you ever I'll, once you learn the buttons just just learn them you can just start hitting them off whenever but we can we, we're gonna it's the new joke is that rob can't hear him so we're just gonna hit shit off that he doesn't know about but we got gas uh, yep. yeah exactly well, that's what that's what i'm on um what 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 about what about you Corey? how was your week man? oh man my week was actually pretty good this week i got a good story that's not me bitching about work or nothing but uh so i heard on a podcast a couple of days ago someone was talking about getting professionally stretched right Somebody, <laughs> i saw this on your story and i didn't want to ask about it or look it up i didn't want to do either that's, that's crazy terminology i'm just going on Bro. twitter and i see Corey tweet like i need to get professional <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. i was like whoa <laughs> So have none of you guys heard of it? Hell no, man. I didn't want to look it up because I was like, I don't, I don't want to. I'm gonna look this up and then it's gonna be in my head. Corey getting professionally stretched. No, 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 no. Okay, so I I heard about it on a podcast and they were just like, yeah, you go to someone and it's like a chiropractor, you know, or like a massage type thing where you lay on a table and people just like stretch your bodies in ways that you can't on your own. Oh, nice. And then so I was like, okay. And then I, I, well, the other day my back was hurting at work. So I was like talking to my like uh, coworker about it. And he was telling me about this place called The Joint that you can just walk in and get a chiro like chiropractor exam or whatever. Mm. But um, so I literally pulled up to this shopping mall in Creepcore right after the work to go to The Joint. And next to it is this place called Stretch You. Mm. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> and there was like it was like next to it, it was like thirty dollar walk in on the joint and then the stretch was like thirty dollar walk in on your first stretch forty five minutes. I'm like I'm like, oh I'm gonna get stretched for forty five minutes for thirty bucks. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> well I know no no I'm, it's it's all theatrics for the pod, okay? Um so I walk in to get stretched. I hit the I hit the what do you mean by that? Don't worry. Oh man, so I walk in right and yeah, and then I do it, bro. Not gonna lie, that shit was fucking amazing. Okay, I have had a pain in my lower back for about two years now. Like when I wake up, I have it, and that shit is gone. Dead Damn. ass. Dead, dead ass like i have severe back pain now i have all the pain is still in my shoulders because like she couldn't like stretch my arms out because my arm dislocated so she like moved the pain up no all that pain was still in my shoulders now that's the only pain that's left ah see i see bro that's, that's miracle work. that's wild dead ass yeah like they fucking they i don't know it, it's so unexplainable but i watched a youtube video of it there's all these like wellness chicks that will like mm -hmm. talk about like oh i'm gonna go get stretched for the first time and then they like tell you how it is everyone says it's the most amazing shit ever that's why i went they bad 
I can stretch them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. Too easy. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the food yeah, is so low hanging. Yeah, no, you're good. Oh man. So Stevie, how about you? How was your week? Did you get stretched at all? <laughs> I, I I stretched myself. I did some yoga <laughs> this morning. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just hit that button too. No, my week's been chill. I've I've trying to keep off the internet because I feel like if the more I look at the internet, the more it feels like the world's ending. Um, it is, and it, it probably is, but like. If I can just pretend it's not for a little bit longer, then I'll just I'll keep being good. Is this know. just a good segue into the movie or? Yeah, and I'm seeing Phoebe tomorrow, Wait, so I'm excited about that. We gotta hear about Tyler's leaks though. Oh, I said that before. Oh, I went first. You're seeing Phoebe tomorrow night? Yeah. Holy Ooh. shit! Under the stars. That's tomorrow. I heard the, I heard the tickets were hella expensive. <laughs> so it actually, Whoops. Sheila, she like canceled her, not canceled. She like change all of her venues to outdoor venues and when she did that in st louis it opened up a bunch of tickets and i was able to get some yeah but at first they were fucking what's outdoor in st louis yeah it's the chesterfield amphitheater which i've never didn't know that existed but it does apparently there's another big one that they've been doing they just did a trippy red show last weekend people go to trippy red shows yeah apparently wild why the fuck did you go to a trippy red show i didn't go uh, <laughs> if you were paid, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, I listened to the Trippy Red Betrayal song because there was a Drake diss in it apparently, and that shit was terrible. <laughs> I skipped to the, the Drake part, bro. You used to like Trippy Red, right, Rob? Fuck no. Uh, I thought okay. that's why you dyed your hair red. Yeah, that's what. I... You know, don't don't come play <laughs> Cardi Cardi fan <laughs> with Trippy Red fan. It's totally <laughs> different. Oh, it's fundamentally whole... different. Whole lot, whole lot of red. Okay, okay. Um, all right, back to the back to the segue to the movie. You talking about the world ending? Yeah, the world ending. Oh man, this movie is fucked up. This is a terrible. Dude, I this fucked movie it. is fucking crazy. <laughs> what was our movie At this first week? I was like these vibes are are scary, and then I was like, oh, this vibe is wild and thinky, and then I was like, oh, this is fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners what we watched this week? All right, guys. So this week we watched um, Arrival by uh, Dennis Villanueva, I think. Mm. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I like his other movies. So, like, I already uh, – I didn't even realize it was he directed it. But What else um, have you seen of his that you like? Um, Enemy is insane. Enemy's crazy. I mean, like, I, I like it, but it's, like, it's just a different kind of movie. But Dude. then I really, really, really like Prisoners. It's crazy. The ending of Enemy reminded me of Arrival a little bit, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Um, He's also about anyway, to do Dune. I can give the informal synopsis. Okay. Yeah, Stevie will probably be ready um, for the real one. Amy Adams is um, this sad, smart lady who'll be thinking about her kid who died in the past. And then uh, these aliens came down, and, and she's like a smart linguistics doctor lady. And so they're like, you got to tap in with aliens and all hell is breaking loose. They're like freaking out. And uh, there's 12 of these little big pod things. A little big, LOL. Uh, these big pod things that come down to Earth in different countries. And the countries can't really communicate with one another very well um, because, like, of, like, uh, you know, like policy issues and stuff. And then, like, everybody stops talking to one another and she's talking to the aliens and shit. And she learns the alien language and then she can see the fucking future. And then... Uh, her past was her future, and the shit's really fucked up because she knows her whole future. 
but by knowing the future, she also uh, saves um, saves the world. <laughs> I guess some shit like that. I guess that's it. Yeah, no, that's it. That's a good, good. That's it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. It's fucked up though, because you don't know until the very end that she's been seeing the future the whole time and not the past. And you're like, no, no. I was like, damn, bro. Rob, did you see that coming? Because when you were talking about the movie last week, you were like, yeah, apparently there's like a big twist that it's so obvious the whole time. I knew there was a big twist. I thought that was just when she could see the future. I did not realize that her past was her future until like there was kind of hints of it, and I started kind of piecing it together. Like when, like, um, she says, like, who is this kid? Um, mm. Or when, like, um, uh, she's, like, she has the memory about, like, the word that she told, like, the daughter. But, like, she's, like, surprised by the memory. And, like, she's, like, oh, if you want to hear about the science stuff, go ask your father. Um, and I'm, mm. like, wait a minute. Does this mean, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, you were thinking, because I, I thought she just saw an alternative version of her I thought she was learning about the future through her memories. And I was like, oh, that's a crazy concept. But then it all came together. Even she was. Well, through yeah. her future memories. <laughs> Somebody can read the real synopsis, yeah. the Google synopsis. I got it. Ready? Uh, linguistics professor Luis Banks leads an elite team of investigators when gigantic spaceships touch down to 12 locations around the world. As nations teeter on the verge of global war, Banks and her crew must race against time to find a way to communicate with the extraterrestrial visitors. Hoping to unravel the mystery, she takes a chance that could threaten her life and quite possibly all of mankind. Damn. Corey played a sound effect after it. Mm. Yo, she the realest nigga in this movie, man. Yeah, bro, I can't really. believe they starred Jenna Fisher in this, bro. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. Pam from The Office. This is the perfect role for her. She was like, no, Yo, that, you're not receptionist. I will I will handle the phone calls. <laughs> Yo, I used to think that they were the same actress. I didn't realize they were two different actresses. Uh, Damn, that's crazy. They, they look very similar. Jenna Fisher from St. Louis, though. I was just thinking, like, at the beginning of this, I'm like, it would have been so sick if they if they got Jennifer or Jenna Fisher to do it, just because, like, I don't know, you haven't seen her in, like, you know, I've seen her in a few things since then, but, like, I always feel like there's she can't small act role. like Amy Adams can, though. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't think so. But there Amy was some, Adams is awesome. Yeah, there was Every no, shit I see her in. She was, she was she, snapping in this movie. Yeah. yeah. She looked ready to cry at any moment. She looks fucked up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys uh, think you would have handled going into, like, that little room very well? Hell no. I would have lost my fucking mind. <laughs> what, the I'm pod? Touching yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go back in. I think I'd go in the first time. Yeah, because didn't she, like, bail out? Like, is that why they cut it the first time? No, she just didn't say anything. Okay. But I don't think the first person, like, lived after the f- they went up there the first time. Is oh, what you they think were. They died. That's what they were think being carted out. Bag? Yeah. What the fuck? How would they have died? Heart attack. Heart attack. Uh, yeah. Or even not die, but like you know, passed out and then like I'm not fucking going back, which is legit. Yeah. Yo, when the gravity switch, like when they go inside the thing and the gravity flips, I was like, oh man, bro. And I was then like, I'd have been out there right then. I'd have been <laughs> like, oh, there's new rules. Oh, give me the like, fuck out. Give me. Fuck this humanity shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the part. That's the part that had me fucked up because I was just sitting there like, oh, I'm like, oh, I could not do that shit. I'd be so afraid of that gravity just like disappearing, and then you just fall to your death. Like, 
Well, how do you guys think you'd react to it overall? I think that I would probably join a cult. You think you would what, Stevie? Join a cult, probably. Briefly. How would I react, what, if I was so me like, in that situation? Yeah, or if, if I we were just her? normal people going about world and 12 of these things showed up. And that's anything, like, basically COVID except it's these 12 things. I think I'd probably end up accidentally man. joining a cult. Accidentally. I feel like... I feel like I would tap in with my loved ones and be like, hopefully these alien niggas got good vibes, which they did, Loki. Yeah. They had great vibes. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> no, same like, they had the, I think they had the best vibes of any aliens in an alien movie I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely. E.T. had good vibes. Yeah. but These guys wanted to give us time yeah, travel, true, basically. Yeah. yeah, they brought gifts. They gifts. looked crazy, too. They were just big and no eyes, no mouth. Just uh, arms. That's kind of cool. And yeah. big body. I was going to say, it was funny how you only see like part of it until the end, until when she's like actually in there with it. And then you see it's like, oh, this thing's like a tower. You yeah, know it's what like I mean? the like, low-key legs. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's a hand or something, too. I don't know. I thought it was going to be one big thing, and that was like left hand and right hand. You know, like... A po- oh, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. each would have been... Yeah, like I thought, yeah, I thought they were just two, like, flo- I don't know. I guess they were floating on their own, but... Oh man, I feel like there was so much shit that went on in this movie that, like, once it ended, it just like my favorite part. Me. My like, favorite part of the movie is the way they're able to like articulate or demonstrate the like learning of something, mm. like a language. Because like when you learn something, it's very slow, and like you start to get the pieces, and then like one day, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like it just flows. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel that with like music a lot, or like mm. I don't know, like a lot of different things where it's suddenly you're like an expert on something. And like you yeah. didn't even realize it. Yeah, they they yeah. added they added like a cool inspirational like aspect of it of like yeah of like oh they're they're getting somewhere and they're and then it's like shit's going good and it's like okay the world's just communicating with these things now it's like it was like a weird like hopeful feeling for a little bit where you're like oh they're really about to tackle some shit and it's not even gonna be bad and then partly through it like all right so Stevie at the beginning of this Rob he told me that it's a war movie and then halfway through it it was about to heat up and I was like. Oh shit! You said it's a war movie, and then I was like, "Say that," (laughs) because he was like, he like had this look on his face that he was like, "Don't tell me this is about to be a drama." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I paused it like the first second or the first scene. I was like, "Wait, what kind of movie is this?" He was like, "This is about to be a scary movie, right?" And I was like, "Where'd you get that from?" I thought you guys said it was a horror movie. Well, last week Rob made me nervous because Rob was like, "I don't do scary movies," and I was like, "Well, this isn't." Like, I didn't know if like Rob would think this is like scary or if he would be like, "This is." Scary's a strong word. It's very. It, I thought it was unsettling. You said you didn't think it was. Well, actually, that's not true. You said, "Hmm, what is unsettling to you?" I would say that it is kind of unsettling, but like in a in a different kind of thinky in a thinky kind of fucked up way. Yeah, you know? and like a not a like hereditary or like horror yeah. movie type way. Yeah. So you know what I just thought about um you know like you're you're worried in the scene when they're in there with the bomb, right? That like Oh yeah. <laughs> the bomb is gonna kill them. But if you think about it, like the alien niggas know everything that's gonna happen already, so they knew that that bomb was gonna blow up. Oh, yeah. So oh, damn. There, like, you're yeah. right. So they, they already knew that that was gonna happen. So they were just like, Oh, we gotta make sure we push her at the end so that this bitch don't blow up. That's crazy. And that's and they took yeah. the time to teach the whole language to her in that moment. Yeah. They were like they they were basically they already knew that all they had to do was show it for like ten seconds and they yeah. get it all. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. 
It was also crazy how like podcasts could influence them to blow that up. Someday we're gonna use our movie club podcast to do something positive. Should get everybody Propaganda. to go blow up Disney offices. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey Spotify, please. <laughs> Spotify? Yeah. Spotify, please. Everybody. You might get a little cease and desist order oh. from Disney. Flag. No, so we kidding. caught you. Everybody. I was kidding. Send messages right now to Spotify. Pay your artists more. Or we're blowing them up. I said we will. We're, we're going to use our podcast influence for good, just like the podcast used their influence for bad in the movie. We should use it for bad. All right, what's our first bad action we're gonna do, Rob? Kidnap, kidnap a child, <laughs> bro. Oh, no. Bro, why? What do you mean by that? <laughs> For Whoa. what purpose, sir? Who said that? Just say ransom. I'm just kidding. Kidnapping is fucked up. Don't kidnap anybody. Um. We should have already learned our lesson from that one movie that we watched. What movie? Uh, the one Nicolas Cage. Oh, Raising Arizona. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that one. That movie wasn't that good anymore. That's a Coen Brothers film too. You know, the Coen Brothers. you know that was their first film, and and Nicolas Cage and the Coen Brothers beefed. Really? They don't, don't like each it. other. Who was wrong? Um, I think they're both right. Uh, it was the Coen Brothers' first movie, and Nicolas Cage beefed with them because he didn't understand his character and was like, "This is a crazy character to play, and I don't get it." Nicolas Cage said this is a crazy character. This to was play. like in the early 90s. <laughs> you know Nicolas Cage is like one of the highest rated movies of the year right now? Really? Yeah, I just trying to relook up the title. But I remember I saw it. You it's say he's in one of the highest rating what? Rated what? Movies of the year? What movie? It's called Pig. It's a 97. Oh, yeah, the one where... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw... Is it actually out yet? I think it's limited right now. Right. So how do people know it's that good then if it's not out? What? Stevie. People have seen it. But like Stevie. What? Are you excited for Dune? I'm so excited for Dune. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Should um, we watch Dune? We should watch Dune and yeah. we should encourage everyone to go see it in theaters cuz if they don't we might not get Dune 2 and and Dune I uh, I think this is I like, thought it came isn't it, it they're putting it on Max, dude. I know, which is why especially why people need to go see it in the theaters. I'm seeing it in the theater cuz I want to see it on the big screen like I mean, the guy said it. He was like, it's a shame they got to put it on Max, but, like, he needs that check, so. That's true, too. I'm very excited for it. Rob, Rob, Stevie wants him to go to theaters because if everybody just watches it on Max, then the sequel might not get made because they may not make enough money. Ah. Uh, huh. Damn. Well, how do we even know we want a fucking sequel? We haven't seen a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> though. You know what? Since you fucking know everything. <laughs> oh man. That's uh, a good point, but I like the I'm I like supposed to take Timothy Chalamet seriously in this film. I, it's right? gonna be hard as fuck. Hey, I right? I think it'll maybe happen. Alright. Yeah, this is also gonna lead me into a little bit of a segue unless you guys wanna keep talking about Dune. I wanna talk about Zendaya. That's what I wanna get into. Alright. So, well, first she of all, cheat on me? what did you see that uh, she might be cheating on my boy, Tom Holland? What? Yeah. With their dating? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <What's over? laughs> Sorry. 
We're hitting buttons, Rob. But um, so <laughs> yesterday, Tom Holland. <laughs> That's so funny because it just gets silent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday was Zendaya's birthday. Happy birthday, Zendaya! Woo! Uh, oh, shit. Didn't mean to, yeah, we'll, we'll give you a Not few gunshots, gunshot. too, but just in case, because you may be on trial here. But uh, So Tom Holland went to Instagram yesterday. To, oh, wait, was that today? That was today. Maybe, no, yesterday. Time is weird. Know. Only you know this. Anyway, so Tom Holland, and he says, my MJ, um, have the happiest of birthdays. Call me when you see this. I don't know why he's referring to his weed, but... <laughs> anyway, um, he said, "Call me when you see this." Does it? Does that not sound alarming to any of you guys? No. What? No. Not at all. What? All right, all right. <laughs> no, all right, it sounds right. like he's in the UK. It sounds like he's in the UK and she's in America, <laughs> and it's like 5 p.m. there, and it's Chill. like it's like 6 a.m. in LA, Look, and he's like, "All right, if any of you guys are dating a Zendaya, and you're gonna post about her on her birthday, you can't say." Call me when you get this. Why not? Because that's just very like, it, it just does, that doesn't sound like alarming to you guys. I've never, I've, I, I wouldn't Corey. think a second thought about this. Corey. He sounds, he sounds upset. He, first of all, he sounds a little upset that he's not with her. He says, "Call me when you get this." That also means that he went to Instagram to be like, "Hey, I need you to call me, babe." No, I, I think he was just being tongue in cheek. I feel like if she really needed to call him, he would send her a text message. <laughs> all right, all right. But did you guys see Drake's little Zendaya post yesterday? No. I did. I did see that. <laughs> oh, oh, see if it's okay, okay. So you guys are missing some context. But Drake, Drake posted a little happy birthday uh, to Zendaya, and it was worded very differently. I'll tell you that. What was it? Read it. Oh, I don't remember. I'm planning. I'm trying to pull oh, it up. Oh, come on. You can't do that. Well, you, I'm calling you on the I'm phone. I'm pulling now. it up. I'm pulling it up. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. It's like a really. She's, all right. First of all, she's in underwear and a lace dress. Yeah. Right. Oh. Covering her, her breast. And he uh. says, more life to the unprecedented. Or whatever. Uh, unprecedented. Yeah. The unprecedented Zendaya. Bro. <laughs> oh, man. She's looking man. really good. <laughs> I would kill you. Like. <laughs> right? Right, like Drake, Drake can't say happy birthday Let's to Tom's see how girl Timothy like that. Chalamet said. I don't even sound <laughs> what Timothy Chalamet. Wait, I don't see this. Is it on his story? It's on his story. Oh, he should have put Wait, the pregnant brown. Right oh. Is it? Yeah, is I it, think so. Is it still on his story? Right. I think so. Bro, this nigga don't give a fuck. Bro, Timothy Chalamet is hanging out with bald guys. What'd you say? He had an album. Of, oh man, she looked bad in this Oh, poor Tom Holland, man. Look, he was also black and blue in that picture. That's symbolism for something. This is what Tom, Tom Timothy Chalamet was up to. Just hanging out with some bald guys. So I think he's, I think he's off the picture. <laughs> he's in the clear. She's got one skinny white dude. She don't need another. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can never use... No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just... Wanted to send some flowers to my boy Tom Holland for his loss yesterday. Bro. Fair enough. He lost that that certified lover boy. Yeah, he's got to go back to Nicki Minaj now. But bro, I think not to get into the the certified lover boy, but I think everybody's expecting that Jay Z verse. But I don't think he meant Jay Z. 
What do you mean? Who the fuck else would he be? I don't know. Hasn't like Nikki tried to claim goat of New York like multiple times? No, he said it's, he got a goat Jay-Z. verse on it. He says it says goat of New York. It's it's Jay Z. Wait, what? No, it's not. It doesn't say goat of New York. It says hey New York. The goat is on the on CLB or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Jay Z, but it's in New York, so it's like it's not Nick. It's gotta be Jay Z. What an dude. ad? I think it's Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, he announced all the features with these like big billboards, Corey, that like went up in the cities of like whatever artists. Like it was in like the one in Atlanta's like Slime and Pluto are on it, which is like hey, like it's like like hey Atlanta, like blah 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 is on CLB or whatever. And the one in New York says, hey New York, the goat is on CLB. If this nigga put that billboard up in New York and then the fucking feature was Nicki Minaj, he would get assassinated. He would get (laughs) murdered. I mean, he can make his album cover a bunch of emojis and it it gets brushed past. Because that's fine, though. But you can't, I mean, you can't lie. (laughs) Don't come for me. Where you guys see all these billboards at? Just from random people on Twitter or something? Yeah, and then it became like a meme kind of. Hmm. Where, like, some people were posting their own name on it. I'm on Certified Lover Boy. (laughs) I heard Rob's on it. You guys think it's coming out tonight at midnight? Certified Lover Boy? Yeah. Yeah. It would be outrageous if it didn't. Is it on, like, (laughs) iTunes? Is it on what? Is it on, like, pre-order, though? Like, can you see it in a store? It's like this. I don't think so. But that's a fake one. I can't even find any of these. <laughs> okay, ones. so be, people have been putting their own names on those? Like, yes. like hey, Detroit, Rob Apollo is on CLB? Yes. Yeah, literally. Oh, uh, why didn't you do that, Rob? Here's a real one. Here's a real one. Uh, too many people did it already. Ah, uh, that's weird. So it just says New York, the goat is on CLB? Yeah. Yeah, this mm. is all it says. Rob, how are you feeling about CLB? Um, here's the thing, man. I'm like a big music fan. Me too. And a rap music fan more than I am a big Drake fan, even though I'm sort of a Drake fan, I guess. So it's like I'm excited for what the album is going to do and how people are going to perceive it more so than I'm necessarily excited for the album, if that makes sense, you know? Like, Drake shifts rap a lot. And I think that this is like an exciting time with Drake, Kendrick, and uh, Kanye all drop, dropping. More so than I'm like, oh, I'm super excited for this album that I'm probably gonna listen to a bunch. Because I, knowing like my experience with the last like few Drake albums, uh, it probably won't be the case. I mean, I'll probably like some of the songs, and the album as a whole will probably not necessarily change my life or whatever. And you know, we'll see from there. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm feeling. I, feel um, I really hope the cover is not all them stupid fucking emojis. No, I, but I, I, oh my god, me too. Not. I hope it's not. We'll see. I would be. Are you guys excited? I kind yeah. of feel the exact same way you do. I like feel you very you, similar. Yeah, you couldn't have worded it better. I don't even think I knew I felt that way. But I think I'm just excited to get maybe yeah. like maybe two to two to six new Drake songs in my rotation. Mm, yeah, that's all that. I could yeah. hope for. Yeah, like, like a, tur- a, t- a turn up one. Maybe a, a nice, like, when I'm driving home late night one. A new Jaded. Exactly. I just need to, I need a little bit of a refresher for my Drake playlist. Mm. But if that's the cover art, that would probably reduce the amount of times I play it. Hell, I can't look at it. Like, I would just not listen to I'm it, curious about what it sounds like, though. It can't be, though. He has that little CLB thing on all those. He hasn't oh. done that for anything. His yet. merch has been not good. 
Well, his merch is never that good, but that's um, true. That's true. The merch is, bro. The merch is fucking ass as fuck. Yeah. The merch, the work, the the merch is even worse than the cover because the cover is bad, but it's so bad that it's it's pushing into the territory of good. <laughs> <laughs> I just like little Nas X with his cover. Oh, yeah. That the, album the cover, it feels like a very, I don't know, it did not line up with the right week, if that makes sense. What? There's just a, I don't know, it feels a little bit distasteful uh, with, like, the Texas stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, oh. I think, I've never thought about it that deeply, but yeah. What do you mean? Explain more. I don't know, just, like, the idea that he's just this person out here getting a bunch of people pregnant. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It That's feels like a little I'm bit weird. I don't know how to exactly articulate it, that yeah. thought. But, like, the idea that, like, the he's I not. I feel like that date, that date for him to drop that has probably been setting forth for so long. True. No, absolutely. It I mean, goes, yeah. it's just bad timing is what I meant. Wait, what's bad timing about it versus, like, if it would have happened, like, a month ago or a month from now? I don't know. No, I mean, like, it literally just, it it was out of his control. It's, like, not in Corey, his I control. Think- it's just bad He's timing in the world. Were you on uh were you on Twitter today, Corey? Uh no, not really. Basically in Texas there was this uh bill passed that like oh, made like, the anti yeah. yeah. Okay. And so okay. it's like I don't know, this like week of like I don't yeah. know, women's reproductive rights. Yeah. And here's this album cover of like him getting a bunch well, of Well, that's not going to be the album cover. <laughs> I guarantee not. you it won't be. I don't think it will be. That that's a Nick Cannon album cover though. Shout out to my man. Actually, Actually don't shout out to my man, bro. Oh, man. I just think it's funny because I was talking to uh, Ian about Kanye and Drake the other day, and he was talking about, like, how, like, you know, he's, like, worried that Kanye, like, is using this religion shit to, like, build a cult type thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, and and I had to, like, collect my thoughts a little bit. And, and I don't know if I'm crazy, but, like, you know, even though Kanye is wild and, like, I, I still, like, somehow see Kanye as, like, somehow instilling, like, good values into people yeah I and then I, and then i see drake as this person who like seems like the good guy but he's also like somehow just instilling like bad values into people of just like you know what i mean like of this like kind of like i don't know like party cocky, life. egotistical party like yeah the uh i'm you know i'm gonna get called out for having a baby but then i'm gonna you know do the pregnant you know i don't know yeah. and then i'm just gonna i'm just gonna use it like like drake is like Drake has, like, not even, like, slowed down on his womanizing, like, in the past three years. And he's actually mm. almost turning up more on it. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. Like, I mean, we saw the stunt today. What? Was Zendaya. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, nigga, yeah, exactly. That nigga feel, he, what's it called? He uh, let his nuts hang. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He, like, is kind of like a... I think Drake is more harmful for the world than Kanye would be, even though Drake well, may not be. Kanye said wow. some shit, though. Kanye's actually said bad shit, unlike Drake. Drake is just Drake. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I really don't know. It's hard. I and like I, I think on on what he instills into other people. I don't mm, know. I, I think that Kanye fans, Kanye fanatics are worse than Drake fanatics. True. It's like the the crackers who are dancing for Kanye. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, Maybe. but everybody's dancing for Drake, and it's like. I, I think that there's like Kanye has like yeah he has like those you know those weird people that will support him no matter what but I think that those people aren't really like 
listening to him or supporting him. They're just like buying into like Yeezy brand. You know what I mean? Like I feel like all those crazy people just wear Yeezys. You know, I'll, but, I'll just say that I think at one point what Kanye stood for and like kind of still stands for like a lot of people that look up to him was more powerful than what Drake ever stood for, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. Like, 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 I don't know, like the 10,000 hours, like the five beats in three summers, like that kind of like mentality of creativity and like innovation. Yeah. I don't think Drake has ever quite been that much of an innovator. I don't know. I yeah. th- also think we've like witnessed Kanye have mental breakdowns in real time. <coughs> That's what that's what makes me think about it too. Is like I just think Kanye has always been the one that we've like seen more of, and Drake is the one that we know nothing about. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I guess I've just always like respected that a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like I I can't trust Drake because I don't know who the fuck Drake is. Like I at least know who Kanye is, and like somehow believe him to like want better for the world. You know what I mean? Even though I don't think Drake is like trying to rule, like ruin the world, I just think like. I just think his way of thinking may be more harmful. You know what I mean? And Kanye doesn't really get his message across, I don't think. Um, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Kanye or Drake. My bad. It's okay. I mean, I feel like it's relevant. Did you guys talk about the Kendrick King? No, we haven't yet. No, we have not. Brother. Brother. What does everybody, everybody think? I think Keem is way better on that song. Like, I like Keem's part, and I, I kind of don't like Kendrick's part. I could wow. see why, but I don't agree. That's crazy. How come you don't oh. like Kendrick's part? I just, I'm not a big fan. Like, I'll deal with voices, but I feel like when Kendrick does voices, it's not necessary. Like, I like I'm, I, I actually really like Kendrick, like, his regular rapping, so that this shit just feels unnecessary. It's like, you could have just, like, did your verse straighter, and it would have hit harder for me. Fair enough. I wow. Can see that. I kind of like the voicings. I could not disagree with you more. (laughs) What did you think, Rob? Um, I love my favorite thing about Kendrick is his control over his voice and his willingness to do ambitious things with it. And um, I thought the shit that he was doing with it and with his voice in the verse was super hard. But here's the thing: I also thought Kim's part was hard. So it's like I I think they work with one another Mm. more so than like, oh, this person got eight up or this person got eight up or what have you. Especially in the second half of the song. I like the second half of the song better than the first. Like I like Keem's part in the second half of the like in the second beat more than in the first beat. Um, but I thought as a as a as a whole it was really cool. I thought it was a really nice like. You just have to imagine they've been cooking up music together for a lot of years, and this is the first one that they chose to release. So you know that was very purposeful and like purposeful for PG Lang moving forward. Um, so you know they selected this very specifically. Uh, which is what I was thinking about when I was engaging with it. I also think the video is fucking sick. Um, I thought the video was really, really great. Uh, as a whole, I, I liked it a lot. I, I mean, I, I ran it like multiple times already, just because at the at the very least, the song is intriguing and has mm-hmm. replay value, which is cool. Is Kendrick ready for war? What do you mean? You know what? You you might have been right, Corey, because before I said, oh, Kendrick isn't thinking about these other niggas, da, da, da. but then in the verse, he clearly is. He's thinking about yeah. somebody. I think he'll, yeah. <laughs> I think Kendrick was sort of always, like, he, one of the things that, like, sticks with him now is that he had this, like, clear message that, like, didn't exactly resonate the way he wanted it to. I think it did. I think it did. <laughs> I think it did. I don't know. What do you I, mean? Well, go on. I think that, like, he was, like, early on a lot of things. 
and like I don't know how to explain it. He he doesn't have quite like the the Drake numbers at this point. I don't know. But Drake is like Drake is Drake though, and Kendrick is like Kendrick is a rapper and Drake is Drake. So I don't even think they were that's supposed to be comparable. That, yeah. I yeah I I don't know. I just don't think that like Kendrick. I think. Like, like, for example, I think To Bimp a Butterfly sort of, like, sits by itself, if that makes sense. Like, nothing sounds like it. I think he'd prefer that. That's the only reason I think that, like, he, like, yeah, that he feels, like, accomplished and all that. Like, you know, I don't think he, like, I don't think he, he aspires to be Drake Pop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, and, and maybe there is part of him that, like, does does wish he would. But I think that, like... I don't know. My whole thing with Kendrick, I, and I've been thinking this ever since PG Lane got announced, like when those first ads came out with like Georgia Smith and Baby Keem. But like, <coughs> I've been, th- I thought Kendrick, like, I think Kendrick mastered music so much. And with Damn, he did what he wanted to do for Drake, you know, to, to catch up with Drake. And he won a Pulitzer Prize with it. I think he mastered it so much that his goal now is to help other people master it. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's putting, like, he's being more self-righteous in a sense of just being like, okay, I think I get music. I think, you know, like, he's like, but I don't think any, he's like, I don't think a lot of other people do. And he's like, I think he's trying to save music in a sense by by giving off his knowledge to the right people and build the right foundation of people. I guess that's what I kind of meant is that, like, his message of, like, what it means to be a celebrity or a pop star or a superstar, like, wasn't, like, like the same errors are like playing themselves out over and over again still yeah well people weren't gonna the nature of celebrity is that people aren't gonna listen to that sh- that's why kendrick kind of d- like disappeared because you got to be anti-celebrity i think it's inherent to the position like you're gonna lose because that's what i think is the shame about kanye when i see him now like really like fucked up i'm like he bought into that fame shit to the point of divinity and i think that fucked up his mind Fair. No, no, definitely fair. And like it it is kind of like what Kendrick's saying on the 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 song with Keem where he's mm-hmm. like he like he 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 dodged these activists because he was like a prophet already. Like he was saying what they mm. were already about to say years ago. Mm. So like when like people were trying to like you know like how people are getting canceled now for things they've said in the past. Yeah. Like Kendrick is in the clear because he's already been preaching this message. I see what you mean. Yeah. And I I think a lot of I don't know. I think he was just early to a lot of things that are coming to fruition now, if that makes sense. And he wasn't corny like Cole. No. But, but not but even, I feel like not all of Cole's shit is corny. I don't want to be a Cole hater because I actually like him. Yeah, Cole's nice, but it's some odd reason. I don't get why he is corny, but he is something. Cole, I think he's, well, he's like a little too in the moment. Or like a little too like saying what is already being realized as it's being realized. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, he's very, he's very direct. Like it's, Kendrick is more thoughtful. Like right, right. Yeah. Kendrick's like reading a novel about something. Cole sometimes feels like reading like an article. Yeah, or Cole feels like a nigga talking about a subject that maybe not that informed, where Kendrick is more so talking from a personal expertise. Yeah. So, do you guys think Kendrick wants beef with Drake? 
It's, it's all fake shit. It's all wrestling. It's, I think know. if anything, yeah, he. I think if anything, <laughs> he just says it to get people hyped up. Yeah, but I mean that was control, bro. Niggas, don't, I don't think Kendrick actually gives a fuck. No, I don't think so either. So you guys think it is the same thing as control of yeah, him just talking shit? shit? It, how, uh, what would Kendrick and Drake actually beef over? Why would he say nothing was the same back on BET back then? It's because he's doing the thing. He's doing the control thing. It's it's wordplay. Yeah, but that one was specifically at Drake, and then he mm. did it again. Everybody but Drake responded. That's true. And now it's like this is again, and so I don't. Know. I think maybe he could be trying to to bait Drake a little he, oh, bit. Oh, he's yeah. definitely yeah. trying no, he's to like, bait him. Yeah, but I think it's playful. But I mean, what do you? Yeah, it, you could interpret it differently. But if if Drake falls for it, what do you, what would That'd you guys so think funny. would happen? I I don't even. If know. there was a real Drake <laughs> and Kendrick beef, like, what do you think would happen, Corey? Bro, yeah, what do you think would happen? That <laughs> wow, wrong timing. Sorry, keep talking. Um, I'll tell you what would happen. I think Kendrick would just come out with something crazy if he had to. If he had to, yeah, he could just let dro- Drake drop this like diss track, <laughs> and it'd just be that bad. Like, what if Drake ethers him though? What if Drake really slanders Kendrick? Turns out that that Kendrick has like multiple ghostwriters. Uh, and Drake calls him out for it. He like he he puts out a DM where Kendrick's like, "Please let me ghostwrite you for you, Drake. Please." Drake he's puts out done, for he's free. Done it. He probably already has. Kendrick has already got. There's already Kendrick reference track. Drake puts out that Baby King's been writing Kendrick shit for the last four years. That'd be crazy. But Kendrick hasn't dropped in four years. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking yeah. new Freezer versus King. <laughs> what if? I, I what happens if Rihanna surprise? Song, what happens if Rihanna surprise drops tonight? <laughs> that would that would actually be the best thing possible. <laughs> no, I was about to say I'm same night. Rihanna ain't gonna drop, bro. She's not I know, not I know, I know. No, you know what my <laughs> Rob, real guess? Rob returns. Rob, you know what my real guess is, and I've said this to a few people already. I think Baby mm. Keem might drop the surprise album tonight. If Baby Keem would, I like last week whenever it was supposed to be Kanye and Drake today. Or tomorrow, I guess. I was like, oh, if Baby Keem just throws himself into the mix, that would be fucking amazing with the random album. I don't know. Well, he said he just handed it in. Baby Keem did? Yeah, he tweeted yeah, that. This oh, week. yeah. He retweeted an article. When? Today? Like, uh, a few days ago. No, like yesterday he tweeted, I handed my album in. Yeah. What if that What if that was the promo tweet? I, I feel like it would it hurt. Drops tonight. That's true. I would feel like it would hurt Baby Keem more to drop it tonight than it would hurt Drake. <laughs> yeah, no, it would hurt. It would hurt. No, Baby Keem would be dumb. It's for not that supposed shit. to hurt Drake, and it's not supposed to. It's just supposed to. It would hurt Keem. It, even next week would be better. I don't know. Even man. Saturday would be. No, literally, like. He Baby just Keem got pulled though, like. But wh- are you trying to compete? With- That's like the Kanye fucking uh, Fifty Cent shit. Like you're not. Co- why are you competing with him at this date? But it's not supposed to compete. It's just to. It's just to show you that this dude can do it. Then. I just think that Drake and Baby Keem have too much crossover audience for that to be a viable option. It's like niggas will choose one album over the other. Who would you guys listen to first? Baby I'm King. going straight to Baby King. Straight to Baby King. I'm exactly. Yeah, I'm think, I'm go, exactly. Go look, look at this is three out of four. Well, you you going to Baby King? I'm probably going to the first Drake song and then I might go over to, to Baby King. I'll probably like select through the Drake song, like click it, do 30 seconds, and then go back to the Baby King maybe an hour later. Kendall, what would you do? I'm watching the King. I'm listening to the King. I yeah. mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, because here's like, unlike what I said about Drake, I'm a, I'm a legitimate Baby King fan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You don't think that a lot more people feel this way that we feel about Hell Drake? No. no. Hell no. I don't even no. think people still <laughs> know who Baby Keem is. Like, he's not quite a household name yet. Uh, I don't yeah. know, man. No, Y'all niggas are not. Baby Keem is not going up against Drake. I'm not saying he can go but up not, against not Drake. Even like, everyone else, if you got random people in a room, they're picking Drake. Dude. I just think I just think if there's anyone to kind of disrupt the flow, besides Kendrick, you know what I mean. I don't think Baby Keem. I don't think it's Baby Keem. Out of all the niggas, I, I don't y'all. think it's Baby Keem. I got y'all. Y'all know who's gonna drop Who? tonight to disrupt everything? Adele. Whoa. <laughs> Y'all not ready for that conversation. Now, now that now would actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. that would it, it would be like two markets competing against each other. Adele's the only person who's bigger than Drake, Kendrick, and Kanye definitively. Well, Beyonce. <laughs> no. Beyonce. That's not true. Beyonce. That's not true. Beyonce bigger than Yo, Drake. You, you think? That's not true. Dude, you be thinking that? But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Beyonce has ginormous cultural relevance and impact, and she's obviously a terrific artist and performer. And I think the big thing with Beyonce is her fans... Or, like, she has, I think she has a larger, extremely core fan base, maybe, than, like, anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, Beehive. the people who fuck with Beyonce, they love Beyonce. Kind of like Kanye. Whereas, I feel like Drake has, like, a fuck ton of fans like us, right? Where we're, like, kind of Drake fans, but, like, not, like, oh, like, I'm in the, you know, Drake hive. Like, like beehive, like, like people are, or whatever. So, yeah. it gives the illusion that Beyonce has a bigger base. When if you look at the numbers, uh, Beyonce is really not that that huge. Like she's huge, don't get me wrong, but she's you know she's not bigger than Drake. Uh, historically, she's no bigger than a lot of other um, like female pop singers who've come before. She really doesn't have that many like top five hits, or at least as many as you would guess. I've you know never listened to a Beyonce album, to be honest. I see yeah. what you mean. Looking at the numbers right now, I see that Drake has more monthly listeners. That surprised me. Yeah, even Ariana almost has two times the amount of monthly listeners. I mean, even album sales, like her best, her best selling albums are as like as big as Drake's. And this doesn't mean I can be out there as an artist. I don't know if I take that as that. I think she's a terrific artist, um, and I think her fans are, you know, like super fans. But she just she her reach is a little bit smaller. I think. No, than, I see uh, what you mean. Yeah. She's not even. I mean, she's not even as big as Rihanna. And, Movie Club episode yeah. thirty. Rob hates Beyonce. Don't please don't do that. You won't give me a stop. <laughs> 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 one one fan group that I'm not gonna go to war with. Bro. <laughs> Rob versus Beehive. I feel like I feel like you can't take the bee. Okay, I'm yeah. No, you can't take the Beehive. About to say the Barb's are worse than the Beehive, but the Barb's are different. The Barb's will psychologically destroy you, and the Beehive will actually just like swarm like swarm on you. Hmm. What about the what about the what Rob, you got a hive name? You thought of one yet? Do I got a do I got a what? You thought of a hive name? Uh uh No. Mm. I don't like the idea of stands, so I refuse to <laughs> give a title. However, if I end up oh correction, when I have more uh stands, they can uh choose whatever they want for themselves. <laughs> What a gr- what a great guy, Rob Apollo. Rob Apollo, everybody. I'm just sitting here trying to think of a funny one, I can't. I'll get it. Mm. I might just yell it out at some point. You know, I was actually uh, I did this shoot over the weekend, and this girl was playing Beyonce, 
And that shit was super hard. It was a self-title album. Mm. That shit, she had like some indie rock sounding records on it with like, I don't know, like some little guitars and Who? drums. Beyonce, bro. The, the Beyonce self-title record. Oh, I've yeah. never listened to it, but that's got some joints on it. It was like three on there that I was like, yeah. holy shit, yeah, this sounds Beyon- great. Beyonce will make a fucking album. I need to peep that album. EXO. EXO's really good. Mm. Lemonade has some Rihanna? too. Rihanna has sold two and a half times uh, more records than Beyonce. That makes sense. She, Rihanna has and some Beyonce, smashes. And Beyonce, came out, and Beyonce came out way before. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's uh, Lady Gaga, too. Um, you know. Anyway, I'm, I'm on the last topic. Sorry. You think that's I'm why slipping. Solange hit Jay? Bro. Whoa. 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 Wait, what did Corey say? Bro. <laughs> I'm say? sorry, that was sitting in my head. I had to let it go. I had to let it go. I'm sorry. My name. Corey, man, you're in trouble for this. Uh, wow. It was just wow. a question. Stevie, you just missed something crazy. I did. I you did. didn't hear that? I missed it. Uh, no. How did you not hear that? I don't know. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> what did you say? Moving on. Oh no. You can oh, listen back. Shit. Someone tagged us. Again. No. Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, God. Can you add Damn me? it. Uh we gotta right. bl- you gotta blank it out in the post and only we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make this next week's ad for the pod. Do 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 I just saw Kyle. You did? Alright, so that thing that they're doing is tomorrow night, right? Uh yep. Well hey, I guess let's if you're in Detroit, man, go check out Back to the Back from the Dead, right? Or Back to the Dead? What is it? One of the two. <laughs> I don't even I don't even I'm not on the show, so I don't really remember which one is what it's called. Mm. It's either I think it's Back from the Dead. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Back to the Dead seems like it wouldn't make sense. Pretty redundant. Like how you going back it's, to I the dead? I would say tomorrow maybe. night, but if this comes out tomorrow then that would yeah. be tonight. If you're in so Detroit, check it out. Yeah. Also, uh, donate to Trumbleplex. Yeah, shout out to the Trumbleplex. Hey, shout out to the fucking Trumbleplex. Very cool. There's a, there's a lot of cool things happening there. Um, community building in Detroit that I'm excited to be a part of, man. I missed uh, I missed being a part of a community so much. Mm. Um, so it feels it feels good, man. Feels Hell good. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Glad, glad things are going good for you back there, bro. Yeah, uh, it seems like it. Um, I'm hoping to continue the streak. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so, man, what's been going on with everybody else? What else are we going to talk about this week, y'all? Anyone got anything you want to bring up? Man, uh, are you guys working on music? Yeah, always. 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 Time yeah, soon. I'm about to get back into it tomorrow. Tyler's yeah, you gotta to... fin- we got to finish your album up, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get that interview out, too. Mm-hmm. No, that's a lot. I'm, not I'm yet. about to go cook up with some niggas. So, like... Not yet, not yet. Not yet? You want me to just sit on it, bro? Yeah, sit on it until, like, shit drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's no, yeah. It, it's all going to come together in time. Management says... It's all going to come together. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's a plan. I see the future. Dude, I got to edit Tyler's music videos, too. Ugh. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. I'm gonna get you right. I'm gonna get you right, Tyler. No, you. I mean, this shit about to be fire though. So I'm excited for niggas to see it. I'm not rushing the process at all. Cause I know I can't do that shit. 
how are you um how are you feeling about uh recording on your own was it well i gotta i still gotta get like a mic stand and everything um mm-hmm. need to set up but like me and zach are probably gonna set up some shit together and then Word. get into it uh it's called i'm about to probably just in the meantime probably just record with niggas and just link people so like that like collab that. yeah so like that collaborative Word. shit will probably be good i'm supposed Word. to link with my man's crystal i steal tomorrow Word. or that's dope dude i owe Corey a verse right now man yeah what's good bro if it make you feel better uh i was writing songs a couple of days ago and I put the song on, and I was going to write a verse, and then nothing came to me. So I got to give it another run at it. But I sat down with it, so I, that's the first step. Yeah, it makes me feel great. Wow. Hey, uh, we also need to do the other one. Have you talked to Zay about the beat? Oh, yeah, but he's super busy with the show this week. Mm. Like, they've been planning, and they've got, like, a whole, like, set that they've been working on together, and it's yeah. also kind of like an art installation. So he'd be doing, he'd be working during the day, and then going to Kyo's apartment to work on that, uh, like, in the evening. So we haven't, we've only sat down to, like, make beats really, like, only, like, once in, like, the past, like, week and a half. So um, he's, and, and, and uh, he's been hanging out with, uh, his partner because so they, they're going to school in New Orleans but obviously that fucking hurricane just hit New Orleans so they had to evacuate and come back to Michigan uh, so they're back in Damn. Michigan for a, a few weeks so uh, he's also doing that so he a little busy right yeah. now yeah I'm I'm happy for him though I'm, I wish I could beat her for that show yeah it seems cool I'm a, I'm a yeah. project oh well what are you gonna do when are you guys gonna come see me hmm uh, I, like I said last week, once it's snowy, so I can play street ice hockey. Oh man, yeah, do not come in winter. Maybe come this spring. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not that brave <laughs> at all. Hey, wait, Tyler, you live in fucking New Jersey, bro. Nick, you live no in Michigan. No, Michigan is worse. Yeah. Not than New York, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Michigan is like cold. Cold. The Midwest is a different cold. New York warm because it got so many people. Also, also, sure. New York winters aren't ain't shit anymore. Like. We have so much global warming, the winter, like, went away. Like, I remember it being much <laughs> colder in the past than now. Yeah, I went the day after Christmas for, like, a week, and that yeah. shit, like, you're once you're outside for, like, 30 minutes, it feel like summer. No, you know what I mean? Like, f- it's very creepy. Yeah, like, it feel it's great. It's cold. It will snow, but it won't be cold. Yeah. Is the wind Boy, harder? It's like, nah, bro, it's nothing, dude. Because the buildings? Yeah, it's like 10 saying. degrees, you know what I mean? But it's like, but there's so much like sh- like food being cooked outside and yeah. like buildings steaming and shit that it's just like warm as fuck. Like, and you're not getting into a car. I don't know. That's the worst part of winter for me. Bro, oh, yeah, but. I hate the winter. And when me and Lewis went there, we went like the day after Christmas and we spent every day outside all day pretty much. Like somehow. Yeah. And I hate wait. the cold. I just looked it up. The average New York City average winter temperature for December, the highs, the high average is 44, January 39, and February 43. That's way fucking higher than I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's no, a it's nice bad. ass winter. It, it's bro, it's not supposed to be like cold. that, bro. Like, it's yeah, very strange. Are, uh, 35, 32, and 35. So it's about like 10 degrees-ish mm-hmm. colder here. And I think y'all might get more snow or something. Or y'all just right by the lake, so it's different. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be snowing, and it'd be windy, it'd be getting down to zero and shit. But, you yeah. know, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I, I can't handle that. I'll be fucked up. Word. 
fair enough. <laughs> I'll be here though. If I get this fucking job, I might be here for a little minute. Maybe mm. we should skate up there like early November. Mm. Mm. I mean, I feel like you and Stevie aren't really bound by anything, but Tyler's kind of bound by the school year a little bit. But I mean, I don't yeah. got class on. Uh, I don't got class on Fridays. Like, I'm limitless. Shit. Let's go up for Thanksgiving. And I'm going home. No, I'm gonna be gone for Thanksgiving. So. No, Rob, you cooking a turkey for all of us? <laughs> hey, can y'all niggas cook? Yes. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I make really good homemade turkey. mac and cheese. Oh. Really? Yeah. You gonna trust I don't the white man? You. I got I got yeah, pictures I, I got pictures that'll convince you and then I could make it for you sometime. Does it make that sound, bro? <laughs> Nigga. Wow. I'm trying to get the pod <laughs> back. Yo, what's your guys' favorite season? What season do you come alive in? Spring. Like summer too. That's a funny ass question. <laughs> do you come alive in? What about uh, you, Stevie? What's, <laughs> what's, what's your season? I used to like think I was a summer winter guy, but I'm I'm I think I'm I'm into the changing seasons. I like autumn and spring. Maybe autumn the most. Yeah, fall. Pussy. <laughs> what do you like best? Summer, bro. Are you kidding me? No, I feel you. No, summer is lit. I don't like sweating. You said think summer. about it. Think about it. Summer. You can go outside and it's warm. It's baddies outside. What those two things alone, I mean <laughs> Yo, they love the fall though. It's true. They love the fall. Spring, yeah. spring yeah. is spring is tight too because everybody's like, "Yo, it's warm again for the first time," they see and they start acting out. a little bit spring, weird. Spring might be better than fall because fall is like the season you want, but you I never just, get that much of. And you're always yeah. kind of like uh, freaked yeah, out yeah, about yeah, what yeah. you're like. Fuck, it's about to be winter. Spring's the low key fall, but it like to me it never feels as good because I'm coming off of winter and I hate the cold so much that That's like the, 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 even like 45 still like post winter is like freezing to me. You know. Yeah. Like I like once it gets up to sixty, I'm good. But then like, you know. But then the sixty. Month, what's up? Best month is the transition from spring, like right right before it gets like dead of summer. Like mm-hmm. like I mean, uh, beginning of like the hot hot summer. So I'd say like like May. Yeah, like, May is not the best really year. hot, but it's not. Yeah, May is fire. You're yeah. just excited that you're not yeah. wearing a coat. You know it's about to get cracking. Bro, that first, the first day not wearing a coat is the best shit. Yeah. You feel happy as fuck. And I'm a spring baby, so it literally just like I literally came alive in the spring. In May too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, came I, I came alive in the summer. Yeah, I came alive in the summer. I'm a cancer baby. Mm. Sounds dark. <laughs> like say, like uh, Amy Adams. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> oh, oh no! no. Oh. What do you mean, bro? Yo, you did not need to do that at all. Bro. Bro. I feel I'm sick and twisted. I hope y'all press the buttons for that. Oh, oh they did. Oh, did. did. Don't you worry, <laughs> dude. Jeremy Renner's character had to be so pissed at her. Oh man, I'll be pissed. That's what I was wondering like, the whole time. I was like, because they she they... had the kid knowing that and like. Well, they said that that. She was like, I, you know, I told daddy something about the future, yeah. you know, and something that I had no control of, uh, and he's mad. And, and then she's like, you know, talking about like how, like, you know, it's like a, it's an uncontrollable disease and it's unstoppable. Like you are, you know, to the kid. And bro, that was such a, that was such a gut wrenching moment. I mean, I know I made the cancer baby joke, but like, no, 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 you good. Moment. You good. Like that, I was really like, when it all falls together and you're like, damn, that's about to happen. That pain. I would, yeah, I would be pissed about Jeremy Renner. I'll be like, really, Nick? But here's my thing, though. 
I was at the end of the movie. I was like, wait a minute. But what if everyone just learned the the heptapod language? Like, what if Jeremy Renner just learned it and he knew the future too? It'd be like I, I think the best way to look at it is like it's not like you could fix it. It's like what's always going to go down. So it wouldn't change. Like you learning that language wouldn't like be like all right. Suddenly I can like figure out what stocks are gonna be best. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I yeah. think it'd be like. You see what happens when you try to figure out what stocks. Yeah, I see. Yeah, but I just still think that like if he had learned the language, he he would be on the same page with her because it would be. Oh, weird. I see what you're saying. Your partner knows the future, but you don't. That would fuck me up. Yeah, and I think they were kind of tied to that. Like, I mean, she ended up like in the future writing the book about it and yeah, using the logo. But it, but and then they were talking about how like you kind of have to be like. Or she said, like, you have to really understand it. Yeah. So I, my interpretation, I guess, it's that it's like something that like. She studies, she tries mm-hmm. to promote, but maybe not everybody's like a believer in. I see. Or whatever, but like, I don't know. But then again, I, I that, think. Because that one general guy was like, I don't pretend to act like I know how your mind works. Because mm. I don't think he can read that then. Well, yeah. he didn't try. Well, I think. Well, the thing is, isn't the point of her publishing the book so that all of humanity reads the book, learns the language, tells the future, and knows why yes. aliens need help in 3,000 years yes. and helps them? And can communicate with them. So I feel I like. I don't they, think it's. Mm. I don't think it's quite I don't think it's quite like that um but I think it's purposefully open-ended mm. because it's like it's hard to tell whether like um this movie is saying that fate is determinate or not because you know she asked like Jeremy Renner right like if you could see your whole future would you change it right it implies that she could if she wanted to right and um I don't know it it, it just becomes like a complicated thing of like like think about that the loop um, I, no, that you have. I, I think you're. Like a, I think you're right because that. Then why would they have ever come? I think they must have at some point realized in the future they were going to need humans' help and therefore decided to come work yeah. with the humans to avoid that in the future, which implies that if you could see the future, you could change it. I don't. Or think, they exist yeah. in the future where they do get the humans' help and they realize they only get the humans' help because in the past they went and told them and they went and told them or yeah. something like that. I think that's it's complicated. It. What has happened's happened. I kind of thought like I guess that like the whole them needing help from the human thing didn't matter. Like I think or not that it didn't matter, but I kind of thought that it was like maybe not real. Like I don't know. I don't know. I kind of took it as like they didn't actually need help; that they were just there trying to help the humans. I don't, and I just don't know why that was said. You know what I mean? I think that was like maybe like a misinterpretation or something. No, I, I think they'll know. just need our help. Yeah, because th- what? Because what? Why, why would the aliens need the help of the humans? Be- I think they, no that, I think that's like just literally open ended. But I do get like I think they intentionally didn't do it because it takes humanity to come together to because re- also yeah. the one of twelve thing. What is that about? They never fully explained that. I think it's the forcing humanity to work together. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, okay, yeah they didn't explain it. Because maybe like, I don't know, like just thinking bigger picture, it could be like right now, it like that technology makes no sense yeah. for us to be able to help them. But like where we get with all coming together in the next mm, 3,000 years, you're right. we could like all join forces and be like expanded yeah. across the galaxy. Yeah. Um, to a point that maybe we actually could be providing them something that helps them. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, and I think even, like, the help was, even if they didn't get, like, everybody to learn that, like, mm. language, like, they got her to learn it, which in return saved the world in a sense. And, um, and that, was, was that was really all they needed to do. They didn't need to go there and make everybody learn the language. You know, they just needed one person to. Yeah. And I think with her, too, it's like, 
I think they also, um, uh, it, it's kind of loose. Like, like they don't really describe it in full. But remember, she re- it really clicks for her when she goes up to the window and she, like, touches hands mm. on the other side of the window with the thing. And she has that almost, like, out-of-body experience, which almost sort of implies that, like, she's chosen by yeah. them specifically. Yeah. Um, and, and that, like, she's the only one, like, with the knowledge and, you know, like, capable of, like, knowing this information. Um, mm. I don't know. It's... It's just, it's very strange. It's very mentally it's, it's taxing. Like I gotta think about it too much. I'm time like, oh, whoa. time travels movies are always like yeah, super yeah. heady. I know. I was almost like a little upset at the end at first, just being like, "Wow, I didn't expect them to do this." And then I was like, "Them motherfuckers!" I'm like, "Of course they did." You know what I mean? Like, and then I, <laughs> the more like the more we talk about it, I'm like, "Okay, it's great no matter what." And it was so good along the way, even yeah. if like even if the end like. I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, I don't know, but but I don't know. Yeah, it's so it's so hard to like wrap my head around like the movie, but it was so good. One thing that I think the movie captures really well is like how uh, like moments of distress, how like worldwide distress. Yeah. They and, like, react how, to it. Yeah, how the world reacts to things and how like untrustworthy everybody instantly becomes like even on an individual level and like a nation level i don't know it it hit home a little bit with how like covid's been a little bit exactly i thought that was the best thing about the movie to be honest you know what i mean aside from just the story being written super well but yeah the way just the world was like the beginning of it she was so mundane like i was even saying that while we do it i'm like she literally was like leaving the classroom everyone's like freaking out a bit outside and then she just gets home and just watches TV and eats and falls asleep, ha- tries to hang up with her mother, and then goes to work the next day, tries to work through it. You know, I'm like, oh, this is such a mundane apocalypse that yeah. this is how it would be in real life. Yeah. And then even whenever, like, even, yeah, like, then they go, and then it's like, a, you know, a couple of days have passed by, and then the world just starts, like, freaking out a little bit. You know what I mean? And then, the, yeah, just them casually introducing that was just so, so good. No, I feel yeah. No, I get it's like the level of realism really struck me, and like I didn't even like I knew the movie would be really smart, but I thought it was gonna be smart in a more like abstract way, which I think it is. But I thought it was gonna like confuse me more. But this was like, no, I'm following every single path. Yeah. Like this makes complete sense. Like anyone could watch this movie and be convinced. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't make it super confusing. Yeah. Like, I'm glad they made it easy to watch. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't. Because, yeah, even, like, the way they wrote it, like, the ending could be hard to get if you're not if you're not r- led down the right path, you know? Yeah. But, like, it's very open to interpretation, but it's told very coherent. Yeah. It's not, it's not trying to confuse you at any point. Yeah. I don't know if it's me yeah. just listening to, you know, people talk about how they make movies a lot lately. But, yeah, I just, yeah, this shit was written very well. And the way they put this story together was just perfect. It was cool how they explore, like, the idea that, like, you know how, like, when you look back at your memories, like, your the past, and, like, use that to shape, uh, like, who you are now? Or, yeah. like, you, like, avoid things that made you feel guilty. Yeah. Or, like, try to re- redo things that made you feel good. It's like she was trying to pull from, like, memories from her future to, like, piece together, like, how she's supposed to move forward. The same way we kind of do that with our past to, yeah. like, learn from our mistakes. Yeah. I don't know. That was cool to me. And then, like, you don't, as the viewer for the first time, you don't realize that that's what she's doing. Yeah. It's like she's like slowly learning the language. I was gonna say I almost want to watch it again and just really see like when they bring in those like mm-hmm. future, you know, those future memories versus like because they very casually at the beginning just make it seem like 
that it already happened. Oh, yeah. Like, she had the kid. The kid, you know, went through cancer. And then she's just this teacher. You know, and then she leaves, you know, during the apocalypse. But then it shows the clips of her teaching the language that she learned during it. And you're like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Like, uh, And I, I just really like how the movie is, like, probably the best example of, like, nonlinear storytelling. Because it hides the fact that it's nonlinear. And then... And it doesn't do it in the Tarantino way where it's completely arbitrary. Well, I don't know if it's completely yeah. arbitrary for Tarantino. But, like, it also, it's nonlinear parts that actually form a circular narrative. Yeah. That shit fucked me. When I Because re- when we got back to that first shot in the movie, I was like, well, we went in a loop. Yeah. Fuck? yeah. Like, it blew my mind. And then it actually became a loop. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. Because, like, it plays on the idea that, like, a normal movie would be having a character... Have a flashback. Yeah. Because like usually you like have flashbacks explaining the story's character, and but this was a it was foresight, which yeah. is weird. And it's not played like foresight because the way no. they cut it is so, like it's so direct. The fucking the 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 scene with the General Shang nigga. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie. I was like, bro. It was like at the inception scene, you know, like yeah. where you're like, whoa, they're pulling it off. See, yeah, that's what. Go for it. Say, um, the scene with Chang is kind of weird, okay, because is it Chang or Shang? I don't. I think uh, it's Shang. Shang, yeah, I think Shang. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that that's a weird concept for me, right? Because it's like it's like a time loop, right? Like mm-hmm. he only knows what to tell her because she told him in the past, but in the past she only knows what to tell him because he told her what she told him which was like kind of difficult for me to yeah. grasp. That's like, where that I was getting lost too to be honest. It's like the idea of like what has happened. What happens happened. Yeah. Like it's, it's like chicken or it's it's almost kind of chicken or the eggy too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think that's actually that's like a testament to the idea of nonlinear time is that like you cannot put it together in a linear fashion. Cause it's right. it's like a it's like interconnect like it all has to come together. It's like a mosaic. It's like a circular mosaic tree of life type shit. So yeah, yeah. no, definitely well written. Like even though that's like where I started to be like, oh shit, this is weirder yeah. than I thought it was. Like mm-hmm. oh fuck, like I was expecting just something else, you know. But that mm-hmm. but it was all written so well. Like I don't know. They, they What'd you guys think the aliens were gonna look like? I didn't think they would look like big ass hands. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what the fuck that because it was so, they hit it so well. I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Yeah, I, like I legitimately was scared when they like about to come out. I was like, what the fuck's gonna happen, bro? Like, yeah, them niggas was tall as hell. I yeah. was like, yo, he can duck. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I was really trying to see the inside of that shit more though, because mm. I know they had some shit in there. <laughs> either that, or, either they that or they don't. What they just don't at That's all? creepy. Like they, they they're just like an organic being that has all of these. Bro, fuck that. Properties. You, think, you guys think there is a being out there like that? Corey, yeah. wait. Wait, Rob, maybe you're the only <laughs> Rob, let's get into it. Rob, oh, God. Can you, can you wait, back what? me up on this, Rob? Do you remember when Corey would like get mad at us for talking about aliens and UFOs in the podcast? Yes. I know, but it's in context now. It's not just out of nowhere when I'm in a bad mood or some I shit. Th- I personally think if aliens were to are are real, they'd be less humanoid and probably more like interdimensional like that. Mm. Like I think that the thing that they would have figured out that we don't is probably time. 
they probably wouldn't have they wouldn't have the same well yeah i think you're right because they wouldn't have the same concept of time at all and i don't even know if they'd get to the level of cognition like i don't know what is it, what's it what's cognition mean? sorry it's like 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 the way our brains work as humans to make oh. us like human beings you know there's no like guarantee. moving parts yeah like there's no guarantee that it wouldn't just have like a fish brain or some shit and then just a whole bunch of animal or like what we see as animals or like right. bacteria or some shit right right like that we wouldn't be able to even like have a meaningful conversation with it or like so i was thinking about it i was like how would aliens even get to the point where they industrialize and create spaceships and shit like what if they just didn't do that they're just in yeah. the fucking water and eating grass and shit still yeah that's what i've always thought like mm-hmm. like because there was like this point that that neil uh neil i don't know if anybody hates neil degrasse tyson but yeah, i brought this some weirdo shit but yeah yeah but i i heard a podcast with him on it and, and they were just like asking him about like if he believed in that and he said he he just brought up an interesting point of like how how come there was all these ufo sightings and alien sightings and then once everybody gets a phone uh, you know camera in their pocket they're just gone yeah you know he's like i don't he's like i don't think that like they are like so smart that they can just tell you know what I mean? He's like mm-hmm. I think like um it's like I think if they would have been seen they would have been, you know, seen more by now. There'd be right, more yeah. proof of it. Um, they they're hip. They're time traveling beings. They just don't bro. they avoid the time where there's cell phones. Well, but I just also that it brought me to the conclusion of like, man, like like if if like the world is how they say it is and like, you know, civilizations come up all the time and then they like fall. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like and they have been for millions of years, like like, what's to say that, like, any of those planets haven't made it? You know what I mean? Past, mm. like, the next step of civilization, yeah. which the next step is being able to, like, move, you mm. know, through the space, more or less. And, like, you know, um, that's something that we've never been able to, like, conquer is, pa- like, past our planet. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, So it's, like, who's to say another planet has able to get that far as, like, a civilization? That's, uh, the great filter theory. Wait, really? Oh, damn. That, like, we haven't hit that that like the reason we haven't seen any other civilization is because there's this great filter that we don't know about yet and we just haven't hit it oh. either we haven't hit it or like the optimistic view is that we've passed that mm. and that's why we're like one of the few because we like actually made it past already um or yeah. we or we're just speeding towards it right now yeah. yeah um yeah or another popular theory is that the aliens all exist their aliens aren't aliens they're just water people that live in the seas with these spaceships, and that's why we never see them because they're down below where we can't detect them, and they just pop up out of the ocean and come over and look at us, and then go back down into their ocean place. What if they're all upside down and like their eyes are like <laughs> on their feet, Bro. and like <laughs> we're water to them? Whoa! Wait, but why would we be water? <laughs> <laughs> because the whole world's flipped. You know what I mean? Air, air is their water. Yeah. So they have a movie. About a boy who gets separated from his dad and he's in a zoo, right? I don't wait. I'm I'm lost now. Wait, wait, thinking about five. No, no. <laughs> he gets separated from his dad and he gets thrown into a uh, like essentially Sandy's aquarium in SpongeBob. Bro, it's like Finding Nemo except. It's gonna say. What are this is how fish live? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just swimming with the fish. What if there really are fish people? Like, what if all the legends and myths and shit is because there's actually mermaids? Bro, I mean, the water is one of the scariest things to me. You know what I mean? It's the That's only why I'm open to these interpretations. Yeah. Facts. It's the only thing we don't know about, for real. Mm. Like, 75% of it is unknown. It really could be mer people, and we would never know. 
Yeah, there's definitely some fucking monsters down there that can only survive under, you know what I mean, like, all that pressure. You yeah, know what I mean? Like It's if wild they... to think that, like, giant squids are real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those are, like, some crazy-looking things. <laughs> fucking the Loch Ness Monster. That nigga, Loch Ness Monster is definitely down there. He just come up a little bit. I swear to God. I'm about to be Either there or he was at one point. You know what I'm saying? I, well, that picture is real, though. He really just came up once and never again. Never said, again. Y'all flicking me up too much. Yeah. I'm fuck with this oxygen. He said fuck with Bigfoot definitely. Big feet. Really I think there's multiple. Oh, definitely. If the, well, no. it's just like, I, I mean, like, think about this. If you were had senses that you were able to detect, like, smell mm-hmm. up to, like, let's say half a mile, you would be able to be smart enough to, like, exit that territory if, if like, a human entered it. No, but we would have recorded Bigfoot by now. Like we would have so? had high, we would have had HD 4K images of Bigfoot by now. The Loch Ness monster, at least he's under the water. We don't know all that shit. That's fair. There's just like so much force that like, like when you get out in like the national parks and stuff like that, and you just like look out, you're like, damn, there's a lot of forest. But we've ex- there's too much shit that we found on. K- I believe in ghosts more than I believe in Sasquatch. Cause we really there's, foot- there's footage of ghosts. There could be footage. Of Sasquatches, they've just evolved to be smaller. Not like the, not like the ghost footage, not like paranormal <laughs> activity type shit. I'm with you on it. What about Yetis? You know, there's a lot of real, bro. That's, that's a Bigfoot. Yeah, but it's in the snow, in the mountains. Uh, oh, that's probably like a, a human being or some shit. Fair. Well, a human being could be the Yeti. You know what I'm saying? It's probably just, it's probably just a really bulky ass man, and somebody said it was. It got the Bigfoot by the telephone game of mythology. Yeah, but then that becomes, you know, say even though he that's a, just a human, that's Bigfoot then. It's just a disappointing version of Bigfoot. Yeah, I'm Bigfoot in that case, nigga. Like, the fuck? Damn. I'm going to make my artist name Bigfoot. That's a terrible name. Yeah, it probably I is. I wouldn't listen to your music. I bet you there's someone named Bigfoot already. Probably right probably, probably, between 5 and 10. My issue, trash, my issue right now is, like, I would totally change my name, I think, to a band name or just, like, an, an anonymous name. But there are, like, most of them already taken, it feels like. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Rob, do you believe in Bigfoot? <laughs> Oh yeah, there's like uh, 85 uh, Bigfoots. Probably, probably not. Uh, yeah, he's not real. Bigfoot mama. <laughs> See, hey, more monthly listeners than me. <laughs> <laughs> not Bigfoot though. The I first, got more than Bigfoot. The first, the first images of a giant squid weren't taken until 2004. Damn. Oh damn, that's kind of scary. Four, I don't like that. And one didn't get caught until 2006. Wait, so, what are these giant I mean, squids you guys are talking about? The fucking crap. You know what a giant squid is? It's like a squid as big as fuck. It's like 30 feet. Yeah, but what's like the right. phenomenon about them? Like, you know, like. They're just well, they're just so big that it doesn't even make sense. You say, oh, that's not a real animal. Uh, but people used to think they were fake until they actually caught one. And they were like, oh, shit, these things are real. Yeah, because they would, they would like roll up on the beach. And they'd be like, we just couldn't find no, find them alive. Look at that, dude, that is gross. Almost. Oh shit! Oh, that's a big. Bro, that. Oh fuck. <laughs> that just made me uneasy. I'm not even gonna lie. God. And just like imagine what, what like what uh, is that thing? Like what is, what's that thing eating or hunting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or getting eaten by? That's awesome. sick. What's the but what's the craziest conspiracy theory or superstition that y'all believe in? Um. You can't say nine eleven true thing is just true. So you can't sometimes say that. I get suspicious about the the Stanley Kubrick moon landing thing. Mm, I feel like oh, that. what the videotaping of it? Because like, all right, here's my thing. I think that we did land on the moon, mm-hmm. but like, that was really good footage. I don't know. 
But why would the camera suck in space, though? Like, theoretically. I don't know. I feel like if you just plop a film camera in space, is going to record that shit pretty perfectly. Maybe, like, I don't know what the the atmosphere would do for lighting. But, the, I mean, the lighting... Doesn't it, like, dilute the sun's light power? I feel like a scientist could have proved that by now, though. Like, would have definitely proved that in the or moment. Or they just looked the other way because they knew what that <laughs> answer would mean. But, all right, so the reason I, I buy into it is because, like, there's a, a document. I don't even really buy into it, but there's a documentary called, like, Room 327 or something like that. Mm. It's whatever room is in The Shining. Yeah. And, like, makes the art. There's The movie is, like, these six people that have all these conspiracies about that movie. Mm. And one of them is that, like, though all of the, the differences between the Stephen King novel and his movie are, like, him trying to say, like, I was forced to make this movie and it was hell because I couldn't tell anybody. And, like, he was, like, the Jack character, like, the Bro. all in the work. And, like, one of the ones that, like, sticks out the most is, like, mm. the floor, the flooring that the, the kid's, like, biking on. Yeah. It's, like, the same shape patterns as, like, a, moon, or a rocket ship, like, <laughs> landing site. And they, Bro. like, showed the comparison. And I was just, yeah. like, oh, my God, did he really do this? Nick, and, like, Bro. the argument would be that they gave him, a like, a stipend to learn to use 2001 A Space Odyssey to learn how to mm. film space stuff realistically so that he could help with the moon landing. Again, mm. I don't know if this is actually true, but that's my one that I'm like, maybe. If it, I mean, it's in the cards. It is. Rob, what about I'm you? I'm looking at pictures of giant squids, man. This shit is so <laughs> Dude, up. don't stop. I don't even want to hear about them. What if those squids aren't even from Earth? Those things. That's the. That's what Might we just well. saw in that movie, bro. Those are aliens. <laughs> Might as well be a fucking alien, like for real. Dude, stop. Corey, what about you? What's your conspiracy theory that you would buy into? Uh, Denver Airport. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. That shit is that weird. Horse, bro. That horse that is just shit so is weird. weird. The horse, yeah, I've seen the horse what in the real fuck? life. Uh, they have all that space under it. That's weird as fuck. And the old fucking painting that used to be up there is fucking sick. Yeah, the, it, basically, there's like a conspiracy theory that like the Denver airport is just a secret headquarters for like the Illuminati, basically. Oh, yeah, man, like that. a new world but there's order. There's hella evidence for it. Yeah, I yeah. believe that fully. They had a whole painting up that was like literally depicted the new world order. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and it got taken down like in like the 80s or some but shit. 90s. Also, it's like it's the it's like the biggest airport in North America, and it's mm. like a there's like a giant giant like underground. Yeah, like uh, I don't even know. Yeah, it's like it's like sixty five percent of the space or some shit is like underground. Hell like, no. like you know, it like there's more shit underground than mm-hmm. the whole airport above it. You know what, what I mean? The fuck? And they had the weird hell horse outside. It's like this demonic horse that is like just up, like on a statue, like when you pull in, and it's got like red eyes, and it's like this demonic symbol. You sure it's not uh, connected to some any like actual like Freemason shit like? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Cause like, I, I don't know. Because there's, I guess, there's, there's, like, more above and underground parts of that shit. Because, like, I'm not scared of Freemasons. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't actually don't know what the fuck the Illuminati is in, like, real life. So I, I believe y'all. I just know that they wanted to kill off, like, everybody but the 2,000 greatest people. Like, that was, like, the whole New World Order. Is oh, that they're just the saving they're saving 2,000 people. Or, like, they, it would be a bunker for, like, when something would be going down. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like you got, you guys could all fly here, mm-hmm. and then like we'll stay underground and we'll be good. Oh yeah, they they def had that shit, bro. Mark Zuckerberg, he got the compound. Yeah, got you think those- that that's all? That's the only reason he's been working so hard his whole life is he's trying to get a part of it. You think rich ass people got like apocalypse shelters? That's that's proven. Like they literally have them. <laughs> they probably have a whole division of people working for that. Yeah, keeping that stuff 
ready to go. Bro, if I'm Bill Gates and I'm causing environmental destruction, I'm definitely building a bunker. I'm not. They know this shit's about to go down. The fossil fuel niggas. The fuck? <laughs> they said, bro, we all finna die in 20 years, bro. I'm, not, I'm about to live on my old age in my bunker. Why do you think we were pushing this so hard? I had to get my money right. <laughs> so I'm about to. You said communism or environmental collapse? I'll make my check and get the fuck yeah. out. We'll be good. We'll be good in, in a couple few few hun- few centuries. We'll just we'll just chill out in our bunker. Let society restart. We'll be good. See, Elon's young, so he's trying to go to space. He's dumb though. That's not gonna work. Nope. <laughs> you know, like it's like it's gotta be some crazy number of people that probably won't survive going up there. Like within like the first few years. Hell, I'm not going. No one's going to fucking space, bro. Like, I'll go if I have to. And I'm by have to, I mean like it's either like I'm on this world and it's like. I kill myself. It's like the Treasure Planet movie, and like the world's about to explode. What rich guy is gonna die first in the apocalypse? Is it uh, gonna be Zuckerberg? Is it gonna be Elon? Is it gonna be Jeff Bezos? It's probably gonna be Warren Buffett. But do you mean they're gonna die because they're gonna get killed, or they're gonna die because of something else? There, who's gonna do something stupid enough to get themselves killed? Like you know what I mean? Like fly up to space and like fuck up Either their spaceship. Elon or Jeff. Definitely Elon. Elon. Jeff might get killed first, though. Jeff, Jeff Bezos might get like, <laughs> just like taken out at some point by an employee. If Jeff Bezos can die, then it's clipped for every... If the richest man in the world could get assassinated, what the fuck are you making money for? That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if he can die. Like, I feel die, like bro. I feel like he may... like. He may have all the necessary things in order to never die. Like not not never die. Like you know, mm. a course of old ages or whatever. But like, I don't think anybody could kill him. Like Jeff Bezos is dead. That's the new conspiracy theory. Really? There's yeah. thousands of Jeff Bezos ready to replace him for the next. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the Doombot. That's jacket. You can buy Jeff Bezos on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Secret code. See how do you buy Jeff Bezos? You get to come back to life. You get to come back to life. Like, it's like a free, like, come back to life <laughs> point. But you come back to life in Jeff Bezos' body. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would not be good. So I die and, and become rich in the next life? No, you just have his body. Literally sell your like soul. Like, it's still your soul. Your soul just jumps to your to Jeff Bezos' extra cloned body. So you're saying that I become the richest man in the world and I'm me? Yes. I'm saving the... Th- Capitalism is <laughs> over, bro. Everybody gets a bag. Everybody in the world. And you, you get keep, a bag. You keep 100 million for yourself. Hell, not not even. I'm Jeff Bezos. I'm old. If I was born old and white, I'd kill myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> I didn't mean exactly what I said. <laughs> no, I'm just. Rob, what's your conspiracy theory that you believe? A lot. I don't know. So many. Uh, it's hard to. I don't even think I can pin one down. I don't even think I'm a conspiracy theorist conspiracy theorist I'm not or whatever either. i just be uh i just be believing uh the shit that's true mm-hmm. you know like there's just a lot of shit that's obviously true yeah but um i don't know so i, I don't know it's hard to i'm not like a QAnon or whatever because that's the thing about QAnon and stuff is like that shit don't even make sense there's a lot of people in QAnon, low-key like way more people than makes any sense like yeah. a way way higher percentage of the population than people realize that's um, literally just like a like a troll though. I don't know. I heard like this little huge. In, I never even knew much about QAnon, but I heard a huge in depth breakdown of it, and that's literally just the fucking internet going crazy. Like 
just one dude. Yeah, it's like the internet going crazy, but it's really like, I mean, it's really. I mean, there's like millions and millions and millions of Americans who yeah. are QAnoners, um, yeah. which is like it's not like like I think people think of it as like oh this is like this very small sub community, but it's actually like millions of people. Um, but yeah, it's not based on anything. I mean, it's just like a couple guys who are going hard making up shit, mm, and that's... then they got a big, big enough following that it just like ended up being a cult, the biggest cult we've ever had. Yeah, it's like their their vagueness of what they they're like stand for. I mean, they, there's a lot of things they stand for, but like sort of their vagueness is what allows so many disenfranchised people to like yeah. get attracted to it and then dive down like the rabbit hole. Because like the things that like Q's trying to fight is like I don't know. It's like obviously bad things that don't exist. May May twenty seventh, two thousand twenty one poll. Fifteen to twenty percent of Americans agree with QAnon beliefs. What? I mean, what counts as a QAnon belief though? One of their big beliefs is that like there is a celebrity rank of people um, that are like sex trading children. Oh, I and that are that are being protected by like politicians. Oh, that's not. I I fully believe that. But like the people that they're also saying are like Pat Oswalt. Uh, I don't, oh. I don't know him and know it to be like no. <laughs> part of what he is, like. he part of the reason he's getting uh, he gets what? attacked is because his his wife um was the person who was cracked the Golden State Killer, but like oh. she was also like in the middle of like a like an Adderall binge basically and like what? died of a drug overdose the in the middle of writing it. It's so, like people on the internet also like, try to accuse because he's she was a true crime person, oh, so like try to like oh, rope yeah. him up in that. They but, ran like, off with that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like she did well, crack the case. Here's the questions, because actually this makes it this makes it seem like an exaggerated number. Now I'm looking at the questions. Fifteen mm. percent of all Americans said they agree that the government, media, and financial worlds in the U.S. are controlled by a group of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who run a global child sex trafficking operation. I feel like that is not that far from true. Not at all. I, I wouldn't say that's like wholly true, but I would also not say that's wholly false. Yeah, like I would say that that is definitely existing in some capacity. It's just twenty percent. Twenty percent of Americans said they believe that quote there is a storm coming soon that will sweep away the elites in power and restore the rightful leaders. That's See, a lot of wow. QAnon. I believe that, but I don't think it's the storm that they're talking about. Yeah. Mine's yeah. climate change. <laughs> I mean, the storm came. It's a literal storm. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really fucking came. Shout out to everyone in New York and uh, Jersey. My family is okay, thank God. But, yeah, that shit was fucked up. Um, the last one was um, when asked if they believe that, quote, because things have gotten so far off track, true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. 15% of Americans agree. Wait, 15 or 50? 15. If 50 agreed, then we'd have a revolution right now. Wait, how do we know that this is true? Because I didn't agree to none of this. Or not. Well, disagree. it was only like 20% of people. Twenty point, yeah, yeah, I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> that uh, means out of us four and Fonz, one of us believes all of those things. I mean... I thought, I thought we all just d- agreed that one of them's kind of true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, the first one's definitely kind of true. I feel like two and three are wrong, but uh, not like it's. I don't know. It's just different. I feel different. I do feel like um, America's gonna crumble, but yeah, I just, I just feel like it's gonna crumble in a different, in a different way than they probably do. 
Yeah. We're all gonna... I also think it's like not just America too. You know what I mean? Yeah, the world. I feel like a lot of countries are dealing with this. The world. Everybody's yeah, been looking up to America places. for a while, and now America's falling apart. We're looking down. That's true. We got to make this country. Don't say it. Where are you going, Stevie? I don't know. Let's destroy this country and start a new one. <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. It's um, it's weird. You know, sometimes I think I try and figure out how much of it is the world is significantly crazier than it's been, or is it um, you know, that we just have ease ease of access to information from all across the United States and world right now that didn't exist before. Um, you know, like you just spent you, you, time in a different country, Tyler, and you said it was a whole different vibe there. I think. Well, I guess to to like address what Kendall's saying, I think maybe it's like a very unquantifiable thing. Just well, well, actually, no, I agree with you because we're able to come. Yeah, like you said, we're able to compile enough information to have that most people can have a cohesive understanding of world politics to understand like the current moment to where people couldn't do that so even if someone could have said in 1970 this world is fucked up and crazy you would just sound like a fanatic and people wouldn't necessarily listen to you to where now you can be like look at the fucking video where there's an explosion in lebanon like yes it's clearly going crazy there's like a lot more sources to understand what's happening it's like a lot less of like here is the news and the newspaper and the radio. It's like there's a lot more ways to acquire the information. I don't yeah. know. We're seeing a lot more perspectives right now. Exactly. Do you guys think that there's potentially like, and, and not just like America, but like in like just like certain countries that maybe like, is there like certain things that are like adding anxieties with all these infos where maybe like some people are just like, less focused on like the rest of the world because it seems like there's probably like a bunch of countries out there you know what i mean that just like really only associate with themselves and they have like their just own different like lifestyles you know what i mean like even like even like countries like switzerland and stuff like they Mm. just kind of like you know what i mean there's like a lot of these people that just kind of like stick to their own shit you know what i mean like they and 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 i feel like maybe they all like like a lot of them that had covid under control like quick you know what i mean and like what if like they're just like like, what if, I guess, just the sense of information and stuff kind of over there is just not, it's still out there, but it's just, like, people are, like, less, um, I don't know, I le- less feeling like it's an apocalypse and more like, oh, we got our shit covered. You know I what I mean? I think part of it is just how big the United States is yeah. compared to other, like, I think we really, it's hard for us to understand that, but, like, I don't know, for example, if, like, you went over to Europe, mm-hmm. like, the difference of, like, going from, like, Missouri to New York is, like... You go through multiple countries and cultures, yeah. whereas like in America, it's different, like cultures for sure in a way. But like a lot of it, like I don't know, like we still care about what's going on in California, even though yeah. we're in Missouri. Yeah. Whereas like uh, you might be right that like people in Sweden might not care as much about. Yeah. Things going on in Germany, maybe they do. I don't know because I I'm not. That, yeah, but that's I think what I'm saying. I don't know how it's changed since like the mm-hmm. internet, like you know, like another. But I feel like you know, especially before the internet and stuff, it was like. Most people were just focused on their own countries, and maybe America was, yeah, is like bigger enough to where we think about like a little, you know, just all of our states individually, you know, a little bit more. I don't know, and I don't know, not even like that's a bad thing in a sense, but like, 
I don't know. No, what I'll say to that, like, probably, like, I guess my experience in Jamaica is that I think people are, like, I think it just depends on people's also, frankly, level of education and access to, like, information. Because, like, the thing about, like, geopolitical, like, awareness is that you either have to have been there and watched the news. Like, I think that's why adults know shit, because they were there when it happened. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened in Yugoslavia until I researched it. Yeah. But, I don't know, if you're 40, you remember that shit on the news. So, it's like, okay, if you're, like, a if you're a youth and you're in a place where there's not that much internet access, da-da-da-da-da, then I feel like, okay, yeah, yeah you're, not, you're just not, not going to know unless you go to the library every single day yeah. type shit. Um, so, yeah, I think information really depends on, like, access to that internet like you said but i also know that like different people like i realized like i'll be on twitter and then i'll see somebody from you know like palestine or something like they're tweeting and i'm like this discourse in this entire like section of twitter is attuned to completely different shit or even when americans are like oh there's a crisis in xxx country it's like oh no to them it's like yeah some shit is going on like three states down and it's less, there's not that level of detachment. So I think, like, where we may have, like, a broad awareness, people have on-the-ground experiences with major geopolitical changes, even down to the fact that, like, when wars pop off, it's usually on the Eastern Hemisphere. Like, that we really haven't had, like, we haven't had a mainland American war in so long. Yeah. No, definitely. True. And then, like... Well said. Thank you. It's, like, I think hard too because it seems like there's a section of people that care about global issues mm-hmm. and like other countries and other things and then there's a, a section of america that really feels like america has like somehow let itself down in ways i think a lot of people i don't know i think america has let a lot of people down and americans are really struggling to figure out like like not struggling to figure out but maybe process um what we've done wrong if that makes sense mm-hmm. Like a lot of Americans, are some of some people see w- where we've made missteps, and other people are like refusing to acknowledge that. Yeah. And like that separation is causing a lot of like anger amongst us, and that anger amongst us is like causing a lot of inability to make forward progress. And sometimes I don't know. It seems like we're making a lot of back steps, and that that's like really confusing. Yeah. America. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, and I I wonder I wonder I mean yeah, there's plenty of other countries with you know turmoil you know internal turmoil but yeah i feel like maybe america like just like has caused a lot of problems on you know what i mean on the world and on themselves you Mm. know what i mean and then like now we're just like this like you know what was like a you know one of the like top countries you know now and but now i don't know i just feel like we're getting so close to just being like a fucking shit show of a country you know what i mean like i don't know it just feels like it just feels like when 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 the domino falls, it's all coming down. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. It almost seems like everybody's pursuit to be this superpower country is causing everybody to have like internal turmoil. Because like every country that's like fighting to be the quote unquote superpower is having like these big issues of division. Yeah, yes. it's interesting because that almost is like the movie, right? Like mm. the movie kind of the the movie most debut moment. The movie kind of, um, you know, is off, like, spent a lot of time kind of dealing with the fact that, like, in an international crisis, it's funny because this is before COVID, mm-hmm. but that in an international crisis that we are not equipped 
to handle it because of the way that we've set up, you know, these arbitrary borders as uh, and like subscribe to certain nationalities and laws and such as human beings. Um, you know, like where it was less so the issue that like it literally couldn't be handled, but more so like a like almost like a bureaucrat bureaucratic issue, um, you know, or an issue of cultural barriers um you know negating communication yeah definitely and like a lot of like what like watching what your neighbor's gonna do without like letting your neighbor's decision affect what you're gonna do and like a balance of like we're gonna make our own decision but like what what decision are you making by the way facts that was that was well put yeah and it's yeah like that, that's why I really like what that movie like I love when movies just get the important realities right I'm just yeah. like yes y'all like new cause I think that type of art like that type of speculative fiction is important like that level of realism just in making us uh, just think about our own society cause like that's why I like that podcast nigga I was like this is one of the most realistic moments I've ever seen in sci-fi like yeah <laughs> not for real though cause it was just like yeah Everybody in a situation like that is going to panic and mm-hmm. have their understanding of the world questioned and, like, look for somebody that's going to provide better mm-hmm. answers, especially if you feel like the people in charge aren't mm-hmm. adequately uh, addressing the issue at hand. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of wanting this movie to go a different path. Did and you I want, w- like, the war to happen? Well, I yeah, I wanted, I wanted a real war. I mm-hmm. wanted that bomb to go off and just fucking... Start Take down shit. The shit. I wanted it to turn into fucking. I, I was expecting the horror movie, man. Yeah, I was expecting bombing. I was expecting China to come through and start fucking blowing up their pod. Bro. Like, I don't know. But they, I think what would have happened though is that they would have shot a rocket at the pod. The rocket doesn't do shit and the pods go away. Really? Yeah, I think that's why yeah. they didn't put it in. No, I, I know. I'm just totally joking. No, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's such, too, it's such a, it was know. such a good movie. Like, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like, that would have yeah, made yeah. it, you know, not the movie it was. No, but, like. What if he had to write, write the alternative ending and he fucks with it? See, now that would have been fun. All right, so imagine mm-hmm. that. Imagine making, like, this type of movie yeah. and then also just having that freeway to just fuck around and be like all right let me make another half of this movie that's just total fucking chaos like i don't know imagine another like re- reality of the movie where amy amy adams comes down after going up into that pod and everybody's just gone like dead everybody like had just like wiped each other out you know what i'm saying like another army had come in and taken them out Bro. that's fucking insane and she has the answer except yeah, stevie's rewriting it sorry Bro. not me that would be someone needs to make it like someone should really run off with this concept. Like this could be a cool little TV show you see it develop. Dude, I it I, would work really well as yeah. a TV show. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When she goes up in that pod and and is like actually in it in it like that first time and like and she was like Costello, she's like where's Abbott. I thought she was about to get fucking murked. Cool. Like, for sure. I was like, because, no, the whole time, right? So, I, the whole time I was thinking. No, no, no. The whole, the whole, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I have reasoning. The whole time, right? You know how she was only talking to, like, the left one? Yeah. So, I thought the right one was, like, I thought that the right one was, like, the aliens version of the government. Of, like, oh, this is, like. There's like two aliens, right? And one of them's trying to communicate with the humans oh. while the other one is like watching them and being like, 
I'm telling you. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, can't trust him. Can't trust him. And then when shit started getting rough with the bomb, one of them started, you know, they all started freaking out a little bit. And I was like, oh, that's the other one being like, oh, your time's up. You're done fucking with these humans. You know what I mean? Like, you better, you better. And then whenever they got thrown out, I was like, oh, they are attacking her. And then, yeah. They should have, like, gotten you on a rewrite. crazy. Yeah, I really thought that, like, one of them was, like, you know, because then she goes up there and she, yeah, she named the other one Abbott. And then she said, oh, Costello. And she seemed a little worried. Like, where's Abbott? And then he's like, Abbott's dead. I was like, oh, fuck. Did she get Abbott killed for some odd reason? Like, by, like, getting that bomb up in there? And, Damn. like, what if she passed? What if, like, Abbott passed down her, like, ability to, to see time? Maybe. Oh. And that's, like, how Amy Adams picked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Before they, I mean, like she. Part of the death process. She definitely like went up there and like there was that that moment where she like God, took something in like low key and then like she fucking she made the smoke ring come out like am I tripping or did, is that what she did she she yeah, did she it with her hands at one yeah. point yeah right? I think she did it for mm-hmm. a second. yeah yeah because she learned the language so she could she yeah write it like that yeah but then he kind of like yeah he kind of like gave her something and she was able to just write yeah. it out in the smoke like he gave her the power the smoke power you think she could do that shit in the red girl world she just be like. <laughs> I'll do that shit for people sometimes. I'll be like, yo, wanna see some cool tricks? And they say, damn, you're a witch and stone you. What if she just, like, here was like, check your arm and you got a tattoo of it right there? I would be dread, bro. I would be like, well. Someone's like, what's your name? And you just go, <laughs> and you're like, damn, that's a crazy life story. She makes bank off that. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, you're gonna get cancer in a few years? No, she gotta, no, she gotta change the world by getting rich off doing them tattoos and then. D- Donates like two hundred fifty billion to that research and finds a cure. Damn. Yeah. Wait, why couldn't the aliens give her a cure for that shit though? I feel like they should have just I, I, brain to come up with something. Part of me thinks that yeah. maybe she got the baby or like the child had gotten cancer due to both of the parents' exposure to the aliens. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Maybe it's just because they're both old parents. I I mean, like, I don't know. What if they got it from the cocktails that the government was giving them (laughs) to try to cure them of whatever? They were trying to (laughs) silence them. No, remember that one government was like, I know she's fine, but give her a give her an extra cocktail anyway. Like (laughs) vaccines cause cancer. You guys, you guys are think you guys are thinking about it wrong because you have to understand, right? The aliens um, recognize. Like they they're experiencing time non-linear, non-linearly. So there's no sadness about death because oh. from birth they're very familiar with it. Right? No, for sure, for so, sure. It's like it's like a that time that you've spent together has always happened and will yeah. always happened, and that's beautiful right. in itself. Which is a strange thing to even try and wrap your head around. But it negates, I guess, the sadness of like her about like her daughter's death. Mm. Um, because like the aliens are like yeah it's just like 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 Costello dying or whatever like it's not sad because that's always been the, like it's always been Costello dying right like yeah. um so you know there's no reason for them to like try and try and like have this weird like oh we have to save the daughter because there's no conception of like oh we have to you know extend life uh, beyond what's like ordinary mm. um, because it's just like oh we've been experiencing this death since we were born you know it's which like, is a weird thing it's like those memories are like beautiful in themselves as brief as they are yeah because they're not brief because what's exactly yeah, cause no, they, they the repeat perfect, yeah. they repeat for if like time is non-linear then those memories repeat for eternity yeah 
We no, was just yeah. making some jokes, but damn, Rob, I think you, you made me. Fi- yeah, <laughs> you. I think you finally made me like under like because this whole like time loop things are like a recurring storyline that mm-hmm. I've never understood why it's so popular to do this shit. And I think like you know, and this movie was good at making it realize like because literally like yeah them realizing the future like saves the world and it kind of you know it, it kind of cures the world's separation problems because it's like all right more or less like even if nobody or everybody doesn't know that language or whatever like she knows it and that kind of saved the world and and so really that that gift of the time like you know made people realize it but yeah the way rob just broke it down made me realize that that's like i feel like maybe like the more or less core of time loops and like a lot of stories is just mm-hmm. like yeah being comfortable with fate in a sense yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like even if you don't understand it you know even if it doesn't make sense but just being like comfortable with it and then life gets easier because you're expect you know you're not i don't know it also like shows her the, it's like really demonstrated when you look at how she reacts to uh all the situation knowing the language and seeing time the way that they see it versus the, the guy character because like he never learns the language yeah. and like he just sees it in the way that like that a human would see it where it's like this horrible thing is about to happen to me and like he can't enjoy any of those moments yeah. that are left yeah and i yeah. and like same with the general mm. Mm. what you gonna say tyler no i was gonna say i now get what like thinking about it, i get why like the scientist didn't even wouldn't even want to learn the language even if he could like see the future from it just because like what if you just don't want to know i wouldn't want to learn that shit yeah, and like a part of the way she, I mean, like she kind of unwillingly, yeah, acquired that. And Not that she wouldn't change that, I don't think. But she got eased into it through the mind fuckery. Like she, I feel like if I just started seeing, vi- well, no, because I just started having that'd be crazy. If memories became in the future. I was like, oh damn, that should happen to m- like tomorrow. Deja vu. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> uh. Um, yo, what if we need to take a dr- we need a drug that does yo, what if you took acid and you watched this movie and you started seeing the future? That'd be crazy. Sometimes I, don't I feel like I could see the future. That'd probably be DMT or some shit. I don't even know acid could do that. Yeah, that'd be definitely like a little bit stronger. Yeah, something crazy. You start doing some ketamine. Some the kids peyote. The kids love drugs. Kids love drugs. Peyote, that's what they're doing in Sopranos at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Oh man, back to Sopranos. Ah oh, shit, gotta love Here we it. Go again. Best TV Sorry. show ever. Mm. Sorry, Corey. Shout out to Tony Soprano. Oh man, you guys, I I found this thing on YouTube today that was this guy and he does this series called The Day, um, blah 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 died and he does it on TV shows, and it's very interesting the way he breaks down shows. You might fuck with this, Stevie. I'm gonna look it up. And then he has a couple that's like the day blah 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 was born, and it's it's like the day Parks and Rex was born, and you know it shows like when that show took off, and I don't know. And then the day that Parks and Rec was reborn. Yeah. No. Rob, did you see White Lotus yet? No. You should watch it. I know I told you that last oh, week, right? Every every week, every week you're for you're telling me new stuff to watch. Yeah. I don't be watching stuff like you do. I watched that weeks ago. Okay, expert nigga. I'll watch. I'll watch, I watch White Lotus. I'll do it for a candle. Yeah, all right. I watched the. T- I watched the tech. The what? What was that? What was that song? I don't know what that was either. 
It was from outside. Is that a ghost? I think it was a mouse. Ghost in the machine. I watched the trailer for Ted Lasso, but it didn't look that good. Mm, trash. Yeah, we talked about it in a screen like in my TV writing class, but I was like, I don't know what. The, why is this show called Ted Lasso? Who the fuck is this? It's great. Baseball, like what's going on? It's football. Whatever. In, in European. The UK. Whatever the shit is, bro. It's great. It's great. It's the best show ever. For real. Yep, I love it. I love it so much. I haven't seen it, but I've heard really what good things. It? it swept me off my feet because it's the most positive show that you could mm. ever watch, and it's like yeah, it looks wholesome. What's I'm, up? I'm I'm very anti-positivity, anti-wholesome. Yeah, I don't like good vibes. It's funny as hell. It's just great writing. It's done by the dude who did Scrubs, which I love Scrubs. Um, at least like the showrunner. Um. And it's just a funny ass setup, like I don't, not fun. I don't know, cause, cause it is one of those setups where I feel like, you know, I feel like it steers you wrong into thinking it's like, you know, well, I mean, it is a coach teaching a f- yeah. like a soccer team, you know, a football team, but like, um, it's just so much more than that, and and you just got to give it a couple episodes, and all the characters get built, and it's just mm-hmm. a great ensemble of like everybody, every character you get so invested into, like. Yeah. I don't does know. It, how does it keep you invested if it's all good vibes though, and there's no like drama? Oh, I mean, but the, the drama's there, and they do it, and it's like, but but so the first season, you know, and they're only in the second season, um, but the first season is really just about like, you know, this dude getting brought into this world, and he's like the most positive unbreakable person and like his whole setup is literally like he only got hired to like coach the team because the owner of the team thinks that he's gonna fail and she's trying to get back at her ex-husband for um you know cheating on her and shit and that was his favorite thing was his football team that they owned and she got it And then so it's it's just funny because like even her like right off the bat is like fuck I like this dude. You know what I mean? Like and then and she's like trying not to do it but then every moment that she starts to like really fuck with him like her husband like somehow pops back into the picture. Either like she, you know, it's like a news like cuz they're like super rich and like you know it'll be like her like the news will start playing and it'll be like Oh, new Rebecca, you know, like blah, 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 and new Rebecca, which her name's Rebecca, and it'll be like, you know, the 60-year-old dude with like this 23-year-old chick that they call new Rebecca. Mm. And it's just like, the way they do it is very well. All the other characters, there's so much other shit. That's just like the main two characters, but yeah. I guess I'll have to I'm uh, Okay, I'm going to try White Lotus. And I'm going to try Ted Lasso. White Lotus is different. And it's like a six-episode, one, one-time oh, okay. series thing. Yeah, I'm going to run it in the day type shit. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a good one. Um, yeah. Shout out to White Lotus. Bro. So many good shows. So many good shows. Flight Attendant's really good, too. Mm. Mm. And Search Party. Yeah. I know you were saying Search Party. I've been saying Search Party for forever. I've been watching TV, bro. I've seen... Way too many, too much TV, way too much movies. White Lotus was like the first TV show I've watched in like a year or so. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't know. I've been watching movies a lot lately, but you know what I heard on, um, you know what I heard on a pod today mm-hmm. that, um, that there was this line in Fast Eight where Dom said, "I ain't even got a word to describe what I'm gonna do to you." A word to describe what? He said, I don't even got a word to describe what I'm going to do to you. There you go. Man. Uh, that's, that's what, is that what the uh, the stretcher said to you when you got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish. I wish, bro. She was fire, bro. I got stretched. Ooh. What do you mean by that? 
Oh. Wrong button. Uh, so what's good, guys? Any other topics we should dive into before we... I was thinking about this. So, like, if you were making a movie from here on out, like, it's kind of like the Avengers or, like, the MCU with the snap. But, like, do you bring up COVID or do you just ignore it? Hell no. I'm never bringing up COVID in any piece of media ever. I don't give a shit. But, no. like, what if it I don't give a shit. I doesn't go away? You know what I'm saying? If it Here's doesn't, the thing. I'll go on. Yeah. Here's the thing. I feel like almost inherently any media that is, like, primarily about COVID is probably going to be annoying as fuck. Yeah. Right? Facts. Absolutely. Or, however... I think there's probably a way to have it exist in your story world in a, in a way that's authentic, you know, so as to not ignore the reality of what happened to the mm. world, but also done in a way where it's not like, oh, this is so, like, obnoxious and melodramatic and, you know, this, this, and the other thing, you know. Yeah, not to, I was about to say not to write Kendrick Dick, but I think he kind of did it well. Yeah, he, I mean he he just kind of brought up the pandemic. He's like, I've been ducking the pandemic. I, you know what I mean? He just kind of like very loosely brought up that it existed. You know, and I thought that was a clever way to do it. And someone else I feel like said something about a mask that I thought was kind of clever. Well, niggas, like I think pandemic bars are way better than like pandemic media. Like, you oh, can yeah, get off yeah. the punchline about anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were talking about movies. Okay. Well, yeah, specific. yeah. The fucking, my Ebo- bad. the fucking Ebola. What is it? It's like, there. no, it's like a Max V cover. And it's like Max V in French Montana in like hazmat suits. And it's like. What? Bro, I, I just got to show y'all. <laughs> but it's oh, crazy. No, it's like <laughs> fucking insane. Bro. There's definitely like the corny way like to like go about it. Like TV shows have been doing where they like throw it in the TV show. And like they're like social distancing jokes or like mask jokes. Yeah. But like. I don't know. I guess maybe movies have always done this where they just like teeter around the. <laughs> that one had to hit me for a second. <laughs> 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 like I, I to you. Yeah. <laughs> In about oh 30 seconds, God. Rob's going to start laughing. Bro. I just think it's interesting if like you're a screenwriter, would you be like, I should think about that? Or would you just say, nah? I mean, I'm in like, I mean, I started writing a script during. Uh, co- I feel like I would just set my stories like. 2019 and it's like okay i don't really have to think about what i think like if it really if masks become a thing then obviously i'm gonna put masks in my script it wouldn't make sense otherwise but i don't need it to be like or it'd be like oh that nigga got covid19 kind of like what kendall said but it wouldn't be like damn the story of a mother out of yeah yeah, yeah. right right because it'd be like interesting like to like look back Mm -hmm. say like we're in like 2030 and like look back and be like wow what Just about watching these movies? You would have had no idea that that yeah. even happened. Exactly. What about in 2030 making the COVID movie? Then it's gonna feel even worse. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna feel so bad. It might work Just then. When, it's got to be like a documentary. I, about though, I, was, yeah, I was gonna say that, Stevie. I feel like we're gonna get some crazy documentaries. Like yeah. we're gonna get the QAnon documentary in 30 years, assuming America and media still exists in 30 years. Um, no, funny thing about and, docs is we might get that doc like in like a few months. There's you know an what HBO I mean? miniseries on it. Really? Yeah, I was about Q-Nan to say. Into the storm. Just like when they dropped the Takashi doc, I was like, wait, this dude's still like around. You know what I mean? Like you guys gotta like finish. You know, like we guys gotta yeah. wait till the story's over. You know, like. That's true. It'll be crazy though. 
I think that I think that they'll. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see like somebody piece together how everything unfolded because like that mm. still seems so confusing to. Me. I mean, I it, I don't know. I think if there's a lot that I just still haven't processed about yeah. the last. I bet you someone's working on it already. Definitely. I mean, I think there's definitely like Ron Howard. Yeah. There. Oh, there's a that's an investigative journalism goal of mine. I'm just. I feel like if people really went into like I feel like it's gonna come out as like a 10-hour documentary series, and it's, like, exposing everything. Ken Burns? Like, not beyond Ken Burns. I think it's, it's like, Watergate papers-level shit, but, like, even... Yeah. No, it'll be, like, some When the Levees Broke type shit. Have you seen that documentary? mm It's, like, the post... Uh, Spike Lee. Yeah, I I think it's, it's a lot shorter than, like, I was talking about, but it's crazy how, like, they went back in hindsight and really said, like, yeah, they fucked up this situation. And I used to watch it as a kid, and it would scare me, and I forever got scared of hurricanes and floods. And so it's really eerie that after that, then Sandy happened, and then when New Jersey actually flooded, I wasn't there. That was literally my childhood fear for mad long. Really? Yeah, yeah it's very strange. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you guys want to rate the movie? 10 out of 10. I fuck with it. Gave it a 10 out of 10. No, no, 10 out of 10, dead ass. I, I don't see no, any yeah. issue. I loved it. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I, I don't know. I really like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've been, I've been on a, I've been on a streak of eights. But I'm, I'm, I might, I want to go out to a nine, but there are some holes in the movie that I feel like don't make complete, that don't, don't really get filled. I think if anything, the the film is very very thought provoking, mm. um, which is cool. So I give it I give it a, a, a eight, another eight and a half from me. Yeah. What about you, Stevie? Ten out of ten. ten I think it, this 10? is like a top ten movie for me. Yeah, no, it's really. Yeah, it I like fits a lot of what checks the boxes for me personally. Like I really like sci-fi movies and like really personal or interpersonal dramas. Um, and I the music was really really. Very cool. Yeah, yeah that soundtrack. Because at first I thought it was going to be some, like, amb- it was, like, okay, ambient soundtrack again. Then it started hitting. And it, I was like, oh. It's crazy because they, like, play the, they open the movie with yeah. the ending music. Oh. And it's, like, that, like, it starts off, like, like, the really sad, like, oh, my God, yeah. music. And it's, like, explaining the daughter's death. So, like, when they play it again at the end, you're, like, ah. Oh. Yeah. It's, like, the same feelings hitting you, but you realize. That loop again, they really, they yeah, really that, got that, that loop. That loop. Sh- I love circular structure of stories. I, same thing about Beloved by Toni Morrison. But yeah, we can go on. Hmm. What'd you give what it? You give a um, so I give it. I give it a nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give it a nine. Solid. Yeah, it was great. It is an this experience. Might be uh, the highest average movie score. For maybe, me, maybe. We usually got one person that's upset. Now this was a good as like I didn't realize I I knew it was gonna be a good movie, but I didn't know it had this much universal appeal. Yeah, they really wrote like it, yeah, it just it just worked. Yeah. They they took a hard story and made it work too, you know, like that's not that's not a tough thing to you know, I feel like plenty of movies have attempted yeah. this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And failed miserably. It's like, like a big human fear too. Yeah, oh yeah. Like something else. Arise. I know, y'all got me fucking scared now about bunkers and shit and like like that shit has to come soon. Like why are there a million movies about twenty seventy seven and like the world being fucking over. Ah, uh, we've always over. been worried about the rapture. Like, That's as true. long as we've been thinking about gods and yeah. stuff. 
Yeah, the epo- We just think yeah. of we just have a different name for it. But I feel like now is the point where like there's kind of a confirmed apocalypse pending. Yeah. Unless we change shit, which is <laughs> I feel like that's yes. definitely affected. So even like in the movie when they said it's kind of like a flip on colonialism and like the yeah. like Columbus and shit, I was like, yeah. okay. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh damn, they really <laughs> brought all of those parasites to those people. It just like wow mm. well shit mm. what a movie what a movie great pick rob i know we've been talking Thanks. about this one for a while haven't we mm. oh what's what are we watching next um, whose pick is it hold on let me uh i need to all right so there's this guy at my work tony and he's been telling me to watch uh this movie and i'm gonna just read the info of it before i commit to it next week because i told him i would um have you guys heard of this new movie sweet girl no. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just read. Wait, hold on. That's not the. I'm a sweet girl. It's got Jason Momoa in it. I know that. Oh, my nigga. All right. Um, it says a devastated husband, Jason Momoa, vows to bring justice to the people responsible <coughs> for um, his, his wife's death while protecting the only family he has left his daughter. All right, fuck it. Yeah, we'll we'll see, sweet girl. Sweet girl. Yeah. Right. Wick taken like, but yeah. maybe it's good though. This may not be good, but yeah, this is gonna be a suggestion from a, a buddy of mine at work. He'd been wanting me to see it, and he and I told him I would do it on my next pick for the podcast, and now it's my pick, so I have to do it. It's on Netflix yeah, now. Do it. It's on yep. Netflix too. It's been like the number. Okay. Er, it it was like high up on Netflix for oh, like a while. Oh, so it's actually good. Yeah, so I th- it, it, it at least was popular. Yeah. I don't know. Um, shit doesn't get popular on Netflix and it just be garbage. Yeah. Uh, That's true. At least I don't watch I it. I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen some garbage in the top 10. <laughs> Stevie, come on. Don't fucking. Don't look at fucking reviews, bro. Jesus. I was, <laughs> I was just looking remorse, up the movie. Right? I was just looking up the movie. 18, 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, this is gonna wait. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm going in with an open heart and an open mind. Okay. Stevie, you can't. You fucking dick, man. Uh, Five point five out of ten. Literally just trying to look up the movie to see what year it came out in. I didn't realize. Wait. With the rabbit hole. Even more excited. This This isn't my pick. We're gonna start doing a new thing. We're gonna do the fifth pick, and that's the fan pick, and we're doing Tony. So my pick's after this movie. No, I'm just kidding. We could do that. No, okay, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to pop out now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I'll, I'll make it my pick. It'll be a bad movie, but it'll be fun. I'm excited yeah. for it. It'll be I fun. It's good, bad though. Yeah, me I too. Guess. I can say this is gonna be one of the movies I haven't seen. Certainly not. Phenomenal. That's true. This is gonna be the first one I've picked that I haven't seen too. I've picked. I've seen every movie I've picked. That's. Are you serious? Yeah. You guys are hoes, man. I've only picked movies I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, you're a far braver man than I. Thank you. Mm. I, I'd seen that's you. All I've wanted, that's all I've ever wanted to hear you say. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, shit. Rob, you should send me a sleeper. We're going to do sleepers tonight. Okay. I got you. All right. Anybody Anybody got anything else we want to talk about before we wrap Not it up? really, bro. All righty. All righty. I well, hope you have a, a great week and weekend, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Uh I miss you guys. I'll um, I'll see you. I'll see you at some point in LA. At least talk to you next week. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Always good talking to you, Robert.
You know what it is. Adios. Bye. Tell Detroit. Tell Detroit hi. Love you. Damn, that always happens. I'm done saying love you to Rob because he always hangs up right when I say love you. Mother. Fuck. All right. Let's get. You guys got some sleeper picks this week? I know I didn't. I'm just. What sleeper picks? Oh, so just a song that you think people should hear. What's what have I been bumping lately? I'm gonna um I'm gonna start with something we was talking about earlier. Um, Cause I feel like this dropped, and I feel like this guy always drops, and people like to ignore it, mm. including myself. I kind of ignored it for a second too. But this is uh, what you said by Isaiah Rashad.
What kind of sleeper are you feeling, Corey? Do you do you want like a classic like Stevie folk banger? Maybe an Americana pop. I could give you some something a little bit more energetic. What are you, what are you feeling? Whatever you pick will be perfect. Play a banger. Fuck it. A banger? <laughs> Play a banger. Uh, oh no. <laughs> now you now you just now you just stopped him up a little See, bit. Uh, I'm gonna play a chill a chill song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What if I wanted a chill song? Well, I feel like if if I play like <laughs> I, any of the bangers I pick right now will probably be off Donda or <laughs> very generic. I know God breathed on this. I, I know, know God, God breathed on this. This one's by this band called Turnstile. Turnstile? Featuring Blood Orange. Playing some Turnstile? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? Is that bad? No, it's just funny. <coughs> it's like some hypey indie boy shit. <laughs> I just like this one because it's got Blood Orange on it. Sleeper. Oh, what's, what's the title? Hold on. 
And who's here when I need a shoulder to lean on? I hope you're here when I need a demons to be gone. What do you mean by that? Fight, I had to fight them all on my own. Like who's here when I need a shoulder? Oh, no. No, we're not. Thunder. No, no, no. No. Stevie, give me the goddamn ox. How could I get through? Is it everything you hope for, Moon? Moon? Yeah. It was really good. 10 out of 10? Yeah, it was one of the better ones, I think. I thought. Is it the best version of Moon? I don't know. I kind of like the version where it's just those same lines repeating. <laughs> but it's like the lines like have such a... I don't know, emotional meaning to them. Like, mm. I would go to the moon, don't leave so soon, how could I get through? Just like the idea of like trying to tell somebody like that you love them a lot yeah. and like not knowing how to like convey that to them mm-hmm. and like not wanting them to leave. I don't know. No, I feel you hard. And like means like, I don't know, on like you a... make me fucking love this song now. On God like a damn. deeper level too, on like not even like a romantic level or just like of like being here in this world. I don't know. Just on like some like depression shit, you know what I'm saying? It's a interesting hook. Sorry to end it on that note. No, no. Yeah, I'm gonna end it out with a classic by my nigga. Oh, why you got this on the road for me? Who? I don't take no time from the body. Just do what me tell you for those scenes, Stan. And make sure that everything work I can to all man's everything for work, see? Take back yourself and bring back yourself in a one piece. Make sure you're real. Hear me? Loud of mercy. Hey, loud of his mercy. Loud of mercy. Driver. Don't stop at all. Drop this Arizona road and kill my man. Driver, don't even itch. Collect a little food there and come back quick. Driver, just remember the damn speed limit. Cause if you're running the fence, my friend, that is it. I've got an Excel phone and a singular chip. Any problem, you can reach me on this. I pounce them and buy when I turns man a ship. Green like grass, brown like chocolate. Felix and UBS, I make several trip. I'm me life savings and right on this. You can drink and be but don't you dare burn a split. This ain't the marijuana make your light up lift. Even though it compress and tie down in a plastic. Don't deliver it, I'm going up drastic. I'm a real gun, me boss, I'm here, you know we can't stick. Me want change, me zinc, I put up the chroma stick. Tell you have received Red Bull, I straight hypnotic. So driver, me say don't stop at all. Drop this Arizona around a album all. Driver, me say don't even itch. Collect a little food there and come back quick. Driver, just remember the damn speed limit. Cause if you're running the fence, my friend, that is it. I this man a roaming in and about now because my girl want wear Victoria's Secret dress. Sam no love here, so you feel put in pampas. Billy a farmer with federal charge. Remember, don't care nobody in my yard. So watch me love and me no respect coward. Hide it on a mission, man hustling hard. Don't get to you through the mass of a hand staff. Hustling ability, we learn that I yard. No feel your brain big, no man a drag yard. The last boy will try that dead like that. Sell off, where you have a make we set new record. Driver, this is too stop at all. Track this Arizona roller, Alma Mall. Driver, this is too even itch. Collect the little spenny and come back quick. Driver, just remember the damn speed limit. And if you're running the cops, my friend, that is it. Action pop, why some wire peel lip? 
Come on, 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 my bad. I'm upset. And that's a Drake pun. Not at that song. Not at that song. Not at like that song. Sorry. Sorry. He found out that Kate Cuddy was going to be on. Certified CLB. lover boy. And he feels, with, uh, I guess, some type of way about it. What, what's your opinion on that? So Drake years ago rapped on a song called Two Birds, One Stone. This is aimed at Pusha T and another person named Kid Cudi. Mm. He said, you were the man on the moon. Now you just go through your phases. Life of the angry and famous. You stay zanned and perked up so when reality set in, you don't got to face it. Look what happened soon as you talk to me crazy. Is you crazy? Look at this picture, though. He says, I support both albums. <laughs> That's crazy, though. I mean, they just come full circle. In some way, you know, they've always been tight and they've always been beefing. What do you mean? Depends on how you look at time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Episode 30 of the Movie Club Podcast. Thanks for that great ending right there. Follow us at movieclub.com. Twitter us at movieclub.com, too. (laughs)